0: Today it is the 18th of August 2020, the Women's Month, one of the most important months in the calendar of the history of events in the Republic of South Africa and the entire world. We celebrate this month the necessary triumph of humanity led by women over adversity. Adversity sometimes imposed on women by society led by men. Men who are a product of a society in which patriarchy is institutionalized. So this month, as we remember the role played by women, we are going to be discussing today the role of women in tourism and applaud women for the strides they have made in making sure that they do not relent in pursuing the struggle for not only political emancipation but for the emancipation of women
1: as women as south africans as workers as mothers
0: The struggle for women to make it in the economy is one of the most complex, sophisticated, difficult struggles. The war is not won yet for women to lead in all aspects of our lives, particularly the lives as it relates to the economic situation, globally, continentally and here in South Africa. So as we celebrate the August month, we want to congratulate women, applaud them, support them, work with them, but most importantly, allow ourselves to be led by women. Because in the leadership of women, there is an of wisdom. Women are the ones who bring us to this planet. When your mother brings you to this planet, She's the first person to have you in your arms. She's the first person to give you the love. that you get. The, the entire guide, your life depends on the first type of care you get from a mother when you are born. So the role that women play is indispensable. Is beyond measurement. It's beyond imagination. That's why it's important for us, in all aspects of our lives, to always make sure that this role that women play in nurturing society, in building society, in getting into conflict situations and resolving them globally, in making sure that they bring up their children, leading society in the churches, in the societies that are there in the villages and the townships, the building societies, we must make sure that uh, we continue to support women and work with them. And as I said, allow ourselves to be led. I just thought I need to make those opening remarks, because we are now going through the pandemic of uh, coronavirus globally. And in South Africa, we are now in level two. But level two, in as far as the suffering of women is concerned, it, it doesn't matter whether it's level five or two or one, the sufferings of women and the challenges they face remain the same. And the corona situation exposed some of the difficulties that we still face in as far as in women emancipation and building a non sexist South Africa is concerned. We want to pay tribute and our condolences to those who have lost their lives because of the coronavirus. We in this committee, we lost a member, Honorable Comrade Peter, who was representing the ANC in this committee from the Eastern Cape. We lost him because of the coronavirus. So we must continue to be vigilant to try our best to get all the basics right and to educate our society that getting into level two or level one doesn't mean that we must no longer be vigilant and adhere to all the important lessons that we got in as far as the the coronavirus uh, is concerned. We hope that our society will behave well and not assume that we are now in level two and therefore, we can do as we please. We can let our guts down. If we can make that mistake, it's guaranteed that the coronavirus it is beyond, in the percentage, percentage, okay. beyond the coronavirus, imagination. The percentage of people who are contracting the, the virus will well. go up. All aspects, assume, as if that is not enough. We that all know we are now in level two and that role, almost on a daily basis can get we get reports about the extent to which women building society if we can are make that being getting into in are being Making being, being isolated, isolated are being are being sure by some members of our society. Leading society. So we hope that in our society one day can reach a stage where in the we will be able to say none of us mm-hmm. is going to raise either a voice, a hand, beyond, a weapon, to display our masculinity, people who are the, the, the virus, virus against or the or existence and the operations of women, whether they are, that the see see are, whether they are like in that private center, sector, in public sector, generally really the extent to be in society. We hope that uh, as we pray as a society, we can come together and through prayer and through practical things that we do, we can stop the carnage that is being unleashed on women. I mean, when you look at what is happening in KZN now, with a possibility of a serial killer existing there, women disappear and they are found dead. Because of these people who call themselves human beings, when they are actually not human beings, but these are cannibals, whether we don't need in our society. We welcome everybody to this platform of the Tourism Portfolio Committee. We thought that today we must also play our small role in ensuring that uh, we discuss these particular matters of tourism in the context of the role that was played by women, including broadly in the economy. We have an apology of uh, Honorable Makubela, certainly they woke up to the news this morning that her brother succumbed to the virus and therefore she will not be able to be part of the the meeting. Honorable Boltino, do we have additional
1: apologies? The devil's you know unmute okay
0: that's good
2: okay can you hear me now chair
1: you are clear you are clear oh okay
3: no i i don't have any additional apologies i'm sure those members who have not joined they are still uh, going to join us along the way no problem
0: okay so we are now handing over to Uh, the provincial the department and the provincial chairperson of the chapter in as far as the women in tourism agenda is concerned to do the introductions and as soon as the introductions are consent doing the opening remarks we can go into the engagement after the presentation that is going to be done and we are very very glad that uh, for the first time as a committee we're engaging in the context of women in as far as tourism is concerned over to you the department and the chairperson
4: thank you so much uh, uh, honorable Chairperson and honorable members uh, formally greetings from the department of tourism i
1: was
0: just <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's
4: a nice name. It, it, it is a um, I've just been alerted that G last night sent through a an apology together with the minister. They will not be joining us. But I want to assure members that you are in the capable hands of the department and of our beautiful women in, 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 in tourism. Chaperson, thank you so much. Your words are very encouraging to us as women and to the uh, citizens of, of South Africa and the world at large, because tourism doesn't know boundaries. We are encouraged that
1: uh, we are not alone. OK. Proceed Osmaritongi. If we
0: can just switch off our phones, uh, honorable members and everybody else or put them
1: on silent, those who are not using their phones to to connect to the meeting. Osmadi are you there? Is there anyone who
0: can bring to the attention of of that something has happened to her connection?
5: Uh, Chi, I've just uh, allowed her in. She's waiting outside to join. She lost connection. So I see she's busy joining. I don't know if um, Ujiri is just going to help us with that. Yeah, yes, I I have
0: admitted uh, again,
5: sir.
0: That is okay. We are also okay. taking this opportunity to welcome South Africans who are joining us in this virtual platform. South Africans who may be using Twitter, Facebook and all other available platforms to join this important uh, discussion today, where we are dealing with uh, tourism in the context of the role that is supposed to be played by Women and the role that is being played by by women. If we have
1: Osmondito in back, you can proceed, my sister. Um, my
4: apologies, chapison uh, and Honourable. Don't Nicholas. worry,
0: it's not it's not your fault.
4: I I really do not know what had happened today it's not your fault
0: my sister you know sometimes we are in aeroplanes and when it's supposed to land we are told it must turn back and you can't be blamed for for being late because uh, the the aeroplane then had to turn back to port Elizabeth. so it's uh, none of your it's not by your doing so we understand don't worry take your time and proceed down
4: Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. I I I was just saying that we are encouraged by by your words, and um, in, in 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 tourism, my personal perception is that tourism, being a service-dominated sector, really resonates very well with women. The character that women are, that they always uh, display, is a sector that normally makes sure that uh, uh, people are relaxed. People are are well fed. People are nurtured, and it's all in 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 tourism. And by by doing that, with the ultimate goal of making sure that our communities' well-being are taken care of by creating jobs and by making sure that economic development happens. That is the role that women always play. I want to allude also to the recovery plan that uh, the, the minister has, has has published for for, for comments. Indeed, towards, uh, COVID-19 has sadly impacted on all of us. And our condolences to honorable member Makubele for, for the loss and also we felt the loss of the member that has recently passed on. In the recovery plan, we will want to see women taking center stage. We will want to see women, not only during the month of uh, August, but also playing a very critical role in ensuring that the kind of tourism that we are going to recover uh, 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 after the impact of uh, COVID-19, and also that we are going to live by if really we do not find a cure for, for 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 it, women are not left aside. Women are part of the center stage for recovering tourism and taking tourism to greater heights for the benefit of our country. Chairperson, I'm with Maylene Broderick. Maylene is going to be taking us through to the the the, the, the presentation. Thank you so much.
6: Good morning, uh, Honourable Chair, Honourable Members, Acting DDG, Colleagues, and of course, all our beautiful Chairpersons of our Women and Tourism chapters across South Africa. Um, thank you very much for the, the kind words, um, Chairperson, and as the Acting DDG has indicated, um, women have been disproportionately, adversely impacted um, by, this vir- by this virus, this pandemic. Um, and from the department's perspective, uh, we intend to do our utmost to support recovery, um, particularly with our uh, a focus and attention on the. Um, in terms of the, the presentation, presentation, um, Petra, can I go to the next slide? The areas that we'll be covering is the 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 background. Um,
1: is it possible to go to full slide, uh, Petra? Because I'm not seeing. In
6: terms of the presentation, I hope uh, Petra will get it back up soon. Um, We'll be taking you through the background, how we uh, got to the Women in Tourism program in South Africa, based on the focus of women empowerment in tourism through the United Nations um, World Tourism Organization. Um, Then we will be looking at um, the Women in Tourism in South Africa and the institutional arrangements around that. The objectives of the Women in Tourism program what we have been busy with uh, in terms of last year, the National Programme and the Provincial Programmes,
1: and then the UNWTO pilot. Um,
6: Okay, in terms of the UNWTO Women in Tourism uh, Programme, there was an initial global report done on Women in Tourism and the second edition um, was presented at the Regional Congress On women empowerment which was hosted in Ghana in 2019 and attended by the Honourable Minister. Um, The key findings of the report considered how the situation has evolved um, and provided a thorough assessment of tourism's contribution towards the UN uh, SDG goal 5 which is to achieve gender equality and women's empowerment. In addition, the second edition um, Was extended over the uh, geographical scope, covering also developing countries. Here's the report presented in Ghana, um, and also did an additional in depth industry analysis and several case studies that illustrate how women around the world are using tourism as
1: a vehicle for empowerment and development. Slide. The key findings of the report uh, indicated that the majority
6: of the tourism workforce worldwide is female. 54% of people employed in the tourism uh, e- economy are, are women, compared to 39% in the broader economy. And from a South African perspective, in our tourism value chain, over 70% of um, our uh, economy, uh, tourism economy are women. And overall, um, of the 100,000, the uh, are used. I just thought I'd I'd indicate that. The wage gap is smaller in the tourism industry. Women earn 14.7% less than men, compared to over 20% in other areas. Tourism offers women great opportunities for leadership roles. 23% of tourism ministers are female, compared to 20.7% of ministers overall, including our own Honourable Minister, Mamaluku Kubai Ngobani. More and more women are challenging gender stereotypes in the sector and assuming roles once dominated by men, such as tour guiding. Technology is an important factor for empowerment, providing women with more training opportunities and stimulating female entrepreneurship through easier access to the market. And policymakers are more aware of the importance of gender equality in tourism and putting measures in place to ensure that women equally share in the benefits that tourism brings, slide. The second edition also adopted an action plan, and we were requested as a UNWTO member, as well as other policymakers, businesses, um, local and national government, co-ops, international organizations and NGOs, that when developing women in tourism programs, uh, there should be six focus areas. One being employment, followed by entrepreneurship, leadership and policy decision making, in- education and training community and civil society, and measurement for better policies. There is the full report is available, um, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members, uh, from a, but it is only available digitally. Slide. Okay, now to the crux of it, our own South African Women in Tourism program. The program commenced in 2013 as a platform to drive initiatives and programs that would support the development, empowerment, and networking opportunities for women in our sector, the aim is to create a conversation platform for advancing transformation and integration of women uh, from different socioeconomic backgrounds within the sector. Um, and the main focus would include training on personal development, supporting women to develop competitive advantages in their business and provision of capacity building as prioritized by each chapter. In terms of the objectives of the program, it's they are quite comprehensive and these were adopted in 2013 and we've retained them To ensure that women who constitute the majority of the sector, as I indicated 70%, are respected, recognized, represented and awarded to drive transformation in both the tourism and hospitality sectors in terms of our code, to mobilize and create platforms to network, expand business and professional horizons, to facilitate access to business resources, information and opportunities for women in the sector, to identify mechanisms that need to be put in place And there was a call to to provide a national structure or vehicle through which women in tourism could be implemented and address the barriers faced by women in the sector and to align with similar organisations to better leverage opportunities for women. Continuing on, uh, to profile, recognise, affirm and create platforms to celebrate women in the sector, to highlight problems and challenges faced specifically by women in the sector, to lobby governments and other stakeholders on barriers for advancement of women in the sector, to provide leadership and role models for young women endeavoring to enter our space, to find solutions to the social challenges through providing a platform for dialogue and sharing, as well as adding their voice in calling for a non-sexist and equitable industry, and to give expression to integration in line with the AU2063 agenda, granting women equal access to opportunities in all spheres of life. Slide. Okay, in terms of our own uh, institutional arrangements, as I indicated earlier, chair, the, there was a call for some sort of a national structure. So in 2018-19, we revisited and updated the concept and that was approved. Um, now what has happened, We the, the women decided was that the province, uh, the department would be uh, a national coordinating structure Um, and therefore we would chair and provide the secretariat for a national coordinating committee. But the women were quite adamant that they wanted some independence as well, and therefore preferred that there would be nine individual chapters, one per province, um, and that um, on a biannual basis the national coordinating committee made up of the department and the nine chairpersons of the provinces would meet. We also requested provincial departments and tourism agencies, um, also at, at local level and in some provinces works better than others, um, to provide support to our chapters, whether that be in-kind, such as office, workspace and training opportunities, or budget if, if it was available. Ultimately, we've now set up nine provincial chapters, and we had advised that an NPO is the preferred legal structure, which we recommended, and most provinces adopted that. We requested that while we were assisting to set up the chapters and the structure, we would continue to support that it should be private sector driven. We also asked the chapters to ensure that students and youth have uh, are participating, um, and that in order to become self-sustaining, that we recommended a membership fee to be decided by each chapter. Slide. In terms of our programs, um, chair and honourable members, um, we. used to have an annual conference for women in uh, empowerment workshop Um, in our last one was in January 2019 which was hosted by the Honourable Deputy Minister in Rustenburg in the northwest. The theme for that uh, tourism empowerment workshop was promoting empowerment and jobs for growth. We held a series of various workshops where we had different presenters and panel discussions And we reflected on the following areas, accelerating economic empowerment and progression for women in the sector, expanding the role of women in the sector through the vehicle, which is what we call the Women in Tourism platform, and exploring new and varied business opportunities to advance uh, women entrepreneurs. We had the likes of the South African Navy, South African National Parks uh, come and present there. In terms of the conference uh, resolutions, uh, these are the resolutions that were adopted there. Um, There was a call for us to review our TTF and uh, tourism incentive programs. I think the portfolio committee has also pronounced on that. Um, And I'm sure the the women in tourism will report that uh, quite a few of our members have now benefited from both the TTF and the GTIP program. Um, And this year we plan on implementing an enterprise development program. Uh, we we will get into the details around that a little earlier, but the key there is to, to help women to develop their own business plans and not always be, you know, beholden to consultants who actually develop something and then leave and, and it's not even bankable. To ensure that uh, our own department as well as other government departments and programs uh, focus on women and our three incubators are actually uh, the major beneficiaries in our incubation programs are women. At this point, and we also share the Women in Tourism program. And, and in fact, the uh, Department of Sports, Arts and Culture and Small Business Development are very supportive of our Women in Tourism program. We also ask members, uh, chapters, to, to grow their membership and uh, make sure that women in provinces know about the program. Uh, we must uh, support chapters to become self sustaining. As I indicated, we have provided support since 2013, uh, but we really want chapters to stand on their own feet. Um, every chapter develops an annual program based on their own um, needs. Um, they have AGMs and then they develop their program of action and and then they report uh, to us on on that and require on how their assistance is required, etc. and um, we also asked for and you know in involved provinces and agencies to try and assist these chapters. And for the most part, there is a lot of support from provinces. Uh, the Western Cape is experiencing a, a bit of challenges, but we are trying to resolve that. Slide. Um, in terms of our program, as I indicated last year, we had the conference in Rustenburg. Um, then we uh, host an annual networking dinner. And last year at Indava, as you know, this year, Durban was canceled uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, We had a focus on African cuisine and local produce as well as crafts and it went over very, very well. We have uh, nine provincial chapters established. We are experiencing uh, some some challenges in some of the chapters and I'll get into that a little bit later. And then we also held nine chapter workshops assisting provinces with uh, capacity building and governance training. Um, the women themselves will speak to, the chairpersons uh, will speak to this, uh, but we did experience some teething problems in the beginning around governance, how to run a chapter, holding AGMs, uh, the roles and responsibilities of the executive, uh, accountability, reporting, etc. So we did try to workshop the women in some of that. We had indeed wanted to do some Institute of Director of South Africa training, uh, but we weren't able to do that. The other program that focuses on women in the Department Honourable Members is the Executive Development Programme. Uh, since 2017, 80 women have been trained in the program, 64 of whom have graduated. The intake for last year, uh, 14 would have graduated, but we were unable to hold the graduation ceremonies due to the impact of the virus. And the intake for this year um, has been postponed again because of the pandemic and the selection processes underway. Slide. These are the success stories. There are several, but we've chosen to focus on a few chairperson. Um, and uh, Ms. Rofiwe Siamise started her own company known as the Black Poles. Um, and she also supported Ms. Fuso Amoa uh, as the sponsor, uh, representing South Africa in the Mrs. World well competition. Ms. Petejo Kubeka is uh, elected as the vice chairperson of the AAXO. Um, in June 2020 and um, is also the Acting Operations Executive for Synergy Business Events and they were recently the service provider of uh, South African tourism and actually had two very successful Indabas. Um, Ms. Bongeka Molefi uh, promoted to account director for the Marriott Group of Hotels. Ms. Tavan Ms. Vili appointed as group marketing manager for EOH. Uh, previously she was a brand manager and Ms. Zile Zondo, who is the front office manager now at the Radisson Hotel, from being a receptionist at Holiday Inn in Santon. Um, in terms of other assistance that we give through other programs, um, such as the Tourism Incentive Program, of uh, the Gita, the 45 grants that have been approved to date, 25 have been awarded to women owned businesses, 12 have been awarded to women owned businesses that are between 80 to 100% owned by women. Um, and the B compliance status is there, and where women owned up to 50% of the business, that team was successful. The TTF, 17 grants were approved, eight of which were awarded to women-owned businesses, and those are the statistics um, uh, noted there. Slide. In terms of our initiatives, honorable members for this year, uh, pre-COVID, the events that we had to place on hold was obviously the networking uh, co- cocktail, which we held on an annual basis. We had uh, through the job summit um, got approved a national mentorship pilot, where we would have uh, put twenty women through a mentorship program for a year in partnership with TBCSA and Saki. Uh, we've had to put that on hold, but hopefully, as we move uh, higher in the risk adjusted strategy, uh, we plan to start implementing that even quarter three or quarter four, um, with the support of TBC, TBCSA and Saki. Um, We also held a very successful women in tourism, uh, women in environment cleanup campaign through the Good Jeans program where we partnered with DEF um, after the uh, the portfolio committee visit to Howick, you remember the state of Howick, so we went uh, to Howick last year and actually did the campaign there and this year we plan to have cleanup campaigns around tourism areas in Limpopo, Mpumalanga and the Eastern Cape, but that we've now put on hold due to the social distancing protocols and meeting uh, numbers, etc. Under the APP for this year, we intend on looking at developing the Women in Tourism Enterprise Development Programme, where we hope to benefit up to 25 women per province in a one year long enterprise development programme. And the top five candidates from each province will then be put on a mentorship program for one year. And the outcome of that is to develop, we will take them to develop their own business plan, be the expansion or sustainability or just, um, you know, coming out of this COVID uh, pandemic, how do they sustain their businesses to be able to enable them to apply for finance to either DFI or commercial banks as well. And then, of course, the UNWTO pilot um, in Vimpopo this year. Slide. Um, Slide, please, Petra. In terms of the pilot, um, uh, also in in January last year, um, I was able to attend the uh, first presidential meeting of African ministers at the UNWTO offices in Madrid. Um, There were 18 African and Middle Eastern countries that presented their Women in Tourism program. And of all 18 countries, South Africa was uh, selected by the UNWTO to host a pilot which will be looking at the implementation of um, the, um, uh, the, the, the findings of, of the report and to, to test how well we are doing with respect to empowering women. The area chosen was the Limpopo area in the Wembe Mopani district. Um, the focus will be on the Robola and Roshile tukuga uh, art route areas. Um, and we will look at a number of community tourism and arts and craft projects, and identify what do they need uh, to keep them sustainable, and help them to scale up to become commercially viable. And we added subsequent to obviously the pandemic, uh, we are looking at the impact of COVID-19, as you indicated, chair, women have been disproportionately uh, impacted by uh, by this virus. Slide. The um, objectives of the pilot, we will look at obviously the objectives of our own program, program. how well are we doing, what do we need to adjust or what do we need to to, uh, ramp up, identify key gaps in the pilot area with respect to achieving the objectives of our program, identify gaps with respect to the specific projects um, in the pilot area in terms of the action plan that I referenced earlier, and to create a basis for the department and key stakeholders to develop key policy strategy and interventions to address the gaps that we found. The focus areas for the pilot will be on leadership and skills development, supply development, SME development and mentorship. And uh, the specific outcomes are market access, uh, job creation, transformation, Um, there are serious problems in in terms of intergenerational challenges. For example, one of the pottery projects in the Limpopo area, uh, the older women are, are excellent at this but they're not finding younger people uh, to be able to to pass it down to and there are a lot of challenges around patriarchy in the area um, and uh, so we want to look at at that sharing lessons with women in tourism chapters across the country and then of course beyond because this is a UNWTO pilot uh, government NGO and private sector partnerships will be created and we will identify what policy interventions are required. Next slide. And the adraf- geographic area, as I've already indicated, is the Rubola art route, as well as the Rasheelit Kruger route. Um, the seven projects that we will focus on are the Nahakwe Lodge, where there's a lot of training of youth and women from the surrounding communities. So Nani textiles, Mukundini pottery, a traditional cooking and homestays, the Baobab guardianship program, the Baleni salt harvesting, um, Lishwurule pot of beads, and then also tour operators and guides uh, in the area. Next slide. I think that brings me to the end of our our presentation, chair. And if I may, hand over, um, Petra. If we could put up the slides for the chapters, and the ladies in the chapter chairs will uh, present in order of the slides in the presentation. Thank you, chairperson, and honourable members.
0: Thank you very much for the presentation. We will allow, as you have requested, the additional presentations
1: to be done to amplify over to you sisters and mothers let me be the first one uh thank you chairperson
7: good morning to all members of the portfolio committee my fellow chairpersons of women in tourism chapters and official team members of the National Department of Tourism. Thank you, Chairperson, for uploading the role of women that women play in our industry. And let me say Happy Women's Month to all the ladies present here this morning. I think I'm going to be the
1: first one to present. Petra, can you please go to the next slide? Hello. Next slide, Petra. Am I audible?
3: Now like, can you hear me? Because it seems like yes, i you, you 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 are you yes, okay you can
5: are. i
7: can
1: Petra please go to the next slide, of a little slide, of First slide, Petra. Oh, okay. Can you see it now? Yes, I can see. Did you hear my
7: first presentation? Yes, I did. Okay. From Limpopo, I'm going to give this presentation. And uh, uh, from Limpopo, our overall aim of our activities for the whole year of 2019 was to tap into the township and villages of the five districts of Limpopo. Mm. Why? Because we believe that this is where tourism is, and we wanted to empower and uplift women in those areas. So the first event that we hosted was on the 29th of May, 2019. It was a women empowerment event. The theme of the event was tourism through the eyes of an entrepreneur. This was held at Hyani Guest House in the Capricorn district. We wanted to cover all the five districts of Limpopo. And uh, on the 3rd of June, 2019, we had a meeting. It was the executive committee meeting together with the National Department of Tourism and our uh, uh, provincial department of tourism leaded. It was held at Hyany Guest House. And the aim here was to forge a good relationship between uh, women in tourism, National Department of Tourism, and Lidet and it was on this day where Lidet confirmed that they were going to assist us in everything that we wanted as Women in Tourism Limpopo. On the 10th of June 2019 we had a strategic planning workshop for all for the exco members and all district coordinators. This was at Zanami Lodge because we wanted to uh, uh, plan wanted to plan and put a a plan of actions so that all the districts can be covered in terms of programs and activities. We moved to the 4th of July, 2019 and held an all empowerment event. The theme was our history, our culture in relation to our main 2019 theme of uh, 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 2019 theme. Our theme there was our history, our culture. We wanted to create the relationship between culture and history because we were tapping onto the villages and townships. This we held at Mutlaleti Guesthouse and NDT, and all the stakeholders like your municipalities that also attended this event. On the 29th of July 2019, we had an event for all women uh, in the in the in the province and our theme was women in tourism tapping into sustainable cultural and heritage tourism as you can see from all our themes we were concentrating on culture and heritage and sustainable tourism we wanted our women in the townships mm. our women in the villages to know that whatever they are doing in tourism is they should be able to know that this is also part of uh, the the, the tourism businesses and this was held at Bembe district at Njakanjaka Community Hall. On the 28th of August 2019 we held an empowerment event workshop for all members and non-members and our theme for the event was Women in Tourism Overcoming Barriers in Tourism, because we have realized that as women in tourism, we are experiencing a lot of challenges in the, in, when running our businesses. So it's on this day where we invited uh, uh, stakeholders who came and advised us on how to uh, solve our challenges that we are facing in the tourism industry. This was held in the Mopani
1: district, at Bapalaburwa Municipal Lapa. Next slide, Petra. On the 25th of September 2019,
7: we held another empowerment event under the theme Tourism and Jobs, a better future, future for all. This was the theme for the overall uh, tourism month, and I mean a uh, uh heritage uh, month yes tourism month and it was held at bilabila multi-purpose center we were saying to our members in whatever we are doing as women in tourism we need to make sure that we create jobs and we tried by all means to invite our members who started small creating jobs and motivating those who are in the industry On the 24th of October 2019, we had an annual general meeting for all members. Our constitution, because we also have a constitution, indicates that we need to have an AGM once per year, and we held this on the 24th of uh, uh, October 2019 at Hayani Guest House. And all the stakeholders were invited and Lidet, and local municipalities. That was during the day. And in the evening of the same day, we had a fundraising gala dinner at tibeca Game Lodge, where all the stakeholders were also invited. And that's where we celebrated our uh, achievements. And our stakeholders were also there. And DT Meilin was there, Lunka and all the municipal uh, uh, officials and leaders. This is where we formally appointed the CEO of Limpopo Tourism Agency, Mesonto Ndofu, to be our patron. Because we have realized that as we are uh, doing what we are supposed to do, we need to have somebody who will be able to mentor us, who will be able to coach us now and then that was 2019 that was the end of activities for 2019 because uh, we celebrated a closing on that day and in january 2019 on the 29th uh, of january i mean january 29th january 2020 we had an EXCO and district coordinators meeting at Karibu Resort. This was a strategic planning meeting. We invited all the EXCO members and all the five district coordinators. And here, we planned the way forward. We we planned the year plan. We wanted to implement our uh, uh, programs effectively. And it was a two-day event, because it was on the 29th of January and the 30th of January. That was on the, uh, I mean, that was at Karibu Resort uh, in Sanin, in not in Polukwane, in Sanin. And um, we were were thinking that, during 2020, we are going to start working and start uh, empowering our women effectively. Then on the 20th of March 2020, we had a plenary meeting, because we had signed an agreement with PROSEF South Africa and our local municipality, Kulukwane municipality and Lidet. This is a project on digital uh, marketing for our members. So on this day, we were trying to plan on how we are going to advertise, how we are going to place tourism learners in our establishments. And we did everything there. The event or the program was supposed to start on the 1st of April, but due to coronavirus, everything came to a standstill. So those are our activities from March 2019 to March 2020,
1: for from Limpopo Women in Tourism. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, okay, we'll thank you a- very much. We can have the next presentation
0: if you can just follow like that until we are done. Thank you very much, House uh, Manzagas. Okay.
8: Thank you very much, Chairperson. Um, good morning, Chairperson um, and the Honourable Members of the Portfolio Committee and the fellow ladies from the Women in Tourism. Good morning. My name is Mandla Gaziskefile and I represent the Eastern Cape um, Women in Tourism chapter. Just to give a brief overview of our members, we have a total membership of 108 members as a province are broken down in regional chapters of six. If I can just name them, we have a chapter in Port Elizabeth, East London, our Tambo district, Alfred Zoe, Joe Gabi, as well as Alwal North. In front of us is a listing of the events that took place last year. And um, if we look at them, the first one, which was the Business Development and Funding Opportunities Workshop. If if we look into the breakdown of these events, we notice that um, some of the events were meant for networking events and some were meant to empower our women in tourism. So the very first one, which was held at Hemingway's Hotel in East London, It was an event where we invited a number of organizations, in particular, those organizations that support uh, businesses um, with regards to opportunities for women and not only just women, small businesses, as well as any funding opportunities. So we had the likes of your Cedars the IDC, we had our provincial tourism authority there to share with us opportunities that they may have for women owned businesses. Following that event, we've had a a, a provincial executive committee meeting. We've also had our annual general meeting, which was also uh, hosted in East London at Regent Hotel. And over and above that, we've had a number of networking events in these um, uh, 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 regional chapters. So each chapter would host um, on a monthly basis, a networking event with the intention of, of just sharing ideas with ladies, providing a platform to network, so that more business uh, dealings can be be conducted at those networking events. Later in the year, we partnered with an organization called Journey. Journey towards the end of last year, they were piloting a program as a recently launched um, information systems organization. Uh, The intention was to share with small businesses an opportunity for those businesses to market themselves um, on their information system um, so that any visitor that comes into South Africa, they can be, they can access their businesses and be able to get opportunity. So Journey um, came down to our province and visited uh, three regions. They went to Umtata um, as well as Port Elizabeth and East London where they did a proper workshop met with um, the the business owners and demonstrated to them how to upload their uh, business information onto the system so that it can be available to the visitors into the country. We also hosted a year-end function towards the end of the year, and we had planned to have a social media workshop beginning of the year, but due to the uh, pandemic, we could not host that. However, planning plans are in place to continue with those workshops during um, the month of uh, September. Um, we'll be hosting a, a number of online uh, um, workshops where we will be educating our members on how to utilize the social media platforms in order to benefit their businesses. I must say, Chairperson that we are getting a, a, a lot of good support from our provincial tourism agency and many of the programs that we do conduct we do conduct them in partnership with the provincial tourism authority together with the provincial economic development department thank you very much The next lady can take over from
7: me. Thank you, Chairperson of the Portfolio Committee. Greetings, members of the Portfolio Committee, officials from National Department of Tourism, fellow chairpersons of provincial chapters. I greet you. And I'm Carol Nake from Mpumalanga, um, representing Bumalanga, Chairperson of Women in Tourism. Uh, on the twenty-sixth of July twenty nineteen we have a interim exco meeting, which it was held at Dinigo Kruger Lodge in Maloth Park at Ngomaze, local municipality, where the National Department of Tourism was um uh invited because in Pumalanga we didn't have the the this um women in tourism. It was there but it was not known. It was there but people of Mpumalanga were not aware of it, most of them. And then on the 19th of August 2019, we had a annual general meeting um, in Nilsprate on Bombela, at um, uh, MTPA. Auditorian uh, Center, which the National Department was uh, there. It's where the committee. It's where the um, the committee or executive committee were um, uh, selected. Where I was, I was one of the person who was chosen to be a chairperson of women in tourism of Mpumalanga and the committee was um, selected in that day and then on the 21 of August a membership a recruitment drive it took place in uh, Liguala Guala FM as a chairperson of women in tourism of Mpumalanga have requested the radio stations around Mpumalanga because we didn't have people of Mpumalanga they didn't know about the uh, women in tourism around uh, our area. So I've asked all the the uh, radio station where they give us that platform to go and 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 and, and recruit more members, most especially women and also those who are in the business uh, running their establishment which they were not they didn't know about this uh, uh, tourism women in tourism so we're trying to get more members on the radio stations on the 22 of August it was also um a marketing or recruiting more members from from Rise FM which is one of another um a radio station in Pumalanga, we did get the lots of, of, of women which jo- they were joining and they were paying. Now we have 43 uh, paid up members through those drive of the uh, social media and radio um, stations, which they're giving us the platform to recruit more members, uh, more especially women and youth. On the 13th, 13th of September, 2019 we were having um the ex- executive committee meeting at belaboni which it's in emala um, where it was a, a committee it was a executive committee where we were we went there to talk about the uh to open a business to have this a woman in tourism which it was it it must be formalized it's where all the committee members were there and then we open a company we open bank account and then we even give people if they want to join because now we have the the banking details and then people want to pay now we have the account account from the bank which before they were we didn't have a banking account, and then since I took over as a chairperson of women in tourism of Mpumalanga, it's where now people know we have to join, and then it's it's official. Now we have a banking account which we give out to to all the women which wants to join this uh, organization. On the 30th uh, of January. 2020 again it was a membership uh, recruitment drive and marketing it's where also we are busy recruiting from 2019 on september until now we have 43 members paid up members and then it's where we are telling our fellow um, south africans our fellow pumalanga women that this uh, if you are part of the women in tourism you will gain more you will get training you'll get benefits as now nef uh, and nef is helping also on uh, funding so we are telling those people out there that we do have a government which is there to support us and then the thing also that our I will say yesterday I was also on radio Guala Guala, which I was also telling people to, to join this um, Women in Tourism because there is some benefit. Government are there to help us, to support us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um I'm, I'm still there. Hello?
0: Yes, we can hear you. Oscaron.
7: Okay. Um I'm 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 loud
1: and clear that side, guys.
2: Hello? Yes, Oscar. Okay, thank you.
0: Yes,
1: let's proceed to the next uh, chapter. (laughs) Next chapter, please. (laughs) Western Cape.
5: Okay, sorry I did not unmute myself. It's Cathy Oostermay. Good morning. Um, yes, Honourable members.
0: Proceed, my sister. You are welcome, no problem. It's very cold in, in Cape Town. Very, today. very
5: cold in Cape Town.
0: Yes, but we need the rain, so... Yes. It's Can a combination of that? two things. Yes, To
5: be very happy, yes.
0: Hanman are
5: yes thank you very much Um, thank you very much everybody and uh, for giving us the opportunity to do this presentation so um western cape chapter was um really formed in 2015 already but just as a network but then when mailings team came on and they introduced the chapter to register as NGOs, we registered our chapter last year march um under uh, CPRO, opened our banking accounts and started to recruit our members. Um, unfortunately, we've only been working in Cape Town, but we're supposed to be doing the entire Western Cape, which we haven't had the chance to do yet because of all the administration that we had to do before the time, and time ran out of us last year. But we were planning to do it this year, but because of the pandemic, um, it is not possible now, but we might be able to, um, still meet online with our other, um, um, prov- um, province, provincial districts, um, which we are planning to do after our AGM this year, which is at the end of August, our first AGM for, um, the year 2020. So last year we managed, after the registration and after recruiting some members, what we have. Our programs that we put in place were social media and marketing training, which we had um, in July last year. Um, We were hosted by um, PRASA, Metro Rail Offices, and there we had a fantastic um, Facebook marketing training as well as how to get marketing via South African tourism website, which a lot of women didn't know, but it's because they haven't had the opportunity to go to Indaba and at Indaba um, South African tourism introduced the opportunities for um, everybody that's in tourism to market on on their website. Um, It was well, presented and lots of women went away with a lot and lot of learning that day and then we had in august last year for women's month we had a fantastic um women's day out in the winelands Um, we took our ladies by a train also sponsored by metro rail by a train to cluppets and there they got off were met by buses and then were taken to the um to the to three different wine estates. We were split into groups, and um, every group um, went to all of the wine estates, and eventually we all met um, at the end of the day via the buses and drove back to Cape Town. It was a really good day. The women had lots of fun, drank lots of wine, <laughs> and um, and and there was lots of networking and lots of business done between the women as well as the um the wine estates that um, hosted us that day. Um, in October last year we had um, financial training um, done by Sunlam, which was Sunlam and another couple of other sponsors and they um, really taught the women how to be independent financially as a business, because lots of women tend to think that their business involves their family as well, which I think it's just natural for women um, to think that you have to include your family with everything. But there they were taught that because it's a business, they have to treat things separately. Separately <laughs> to their business. And that was also an, a fantastic learning experience for everybody, including myself. Uh, we went away with a lot of um, um, knowledge about how to treat our businesses um, going forward as well as wills. You know you have a will for your family but you also have to do a separate world for your business and that was also very very inspiring. And then um, 27th of November that was our year end function. Um, We normally have our year end functions in November because you know in Cape Town December it's very very busy. Was tourism already. So we had a year in function. It was hosted by Hirsch. You know, the lady that owns Hirsch, um, she is a a real big women's supporter. And so she um, put up her um, venue so that it can be hosted there. We had a fantastic um, uh, motivational speaker. And then the women just had lots of fun. We normally have a secret Santa where we um, share gifts before um, getting into the busy season. And that was also well accepted. We were supposed to have our AGM this year, March, and um, already had programs set out for the entire year this year. But again, because of the pandemic, everything came to a standstill. So now we're going to have a virtual AGM meeting at the end of August this year. That's Western Cape. We're also going to, all, as I said in the beginning, try to meet virtually with our different districts so that we can include the entire Western Cape and not just Cape Town. And that's Kathy um, Wisterweg's presentation from Western Cape chapter.
1: Thank you.
2: Good morning, honorable chair, honorable members, and acting dgg And to my fellow Imbogote Nazanabase. my name is Makosim Simango uh, from KZN. Our program starts on the 30th of January, 2019, where we held an executive meeting, uh, which was attended by the provincial um, officials at here at the NEST BNB up in Drakensberg, And from that meeting we are able to come with the next programs which are in line with the main focus that our members wanted us to focus on, which was digital literacy, professional development, market access, and product development. On the 28th of February, a, a capacity building workshop was held. Where the National Department of Tourism was in attendance, President with members and Exco, it was held in Garden Court, in Mhtanga, Durban, 8th of March, 2019. This is another market access opportunity that we gave to our women, and um, in to do the membership drive was done by the Exco and some. Uh, was for market access for our members. This was held at the Durban ICC. And then on the 17th of April, 2019, our draft constitution was adopted. And we held that meeting at the TKZN offices where the exco was present as well with the department, provincial department. On the 1st to the 4th of May, Another opportunity we provided for our members market access um, opportunity was the Africa Traveling Daba Um this was mainly we were mainly focusing on our crafters and homestay owners that are based in rural and township areas and the thing about this opportunity was for them to go out sell the product market their businesses at the Indaba with the tourism product uh, um, market. And then on the 4th of May, uh, the Africa Travel Indaba, uh, where it was a gala dinner, the ESCO businesses sponsored transport and accommodation for our crafters. As you all know, that uh, transport accommodation were the main issues and the main challenges that rural and township women have so they were sponsored the accommodation by uh, some of our members and transport, and the the gala dinner was held um apologies for that it was held at um and then on the 19th which was 20th of june 2019 this was another membership drive opportunity where in partnership with the tala bank uh for the women in some uh, and summit workshop We're able to do market drives at the Ed Boombe in Durban. On the 27th to the 29th of August at the African Tourism Leadership Forum, this was another market uh, access opportunity for our members to exhibit their crafts. And for the youth members, some of them were guest speakers at some programs. This was held at Durban ICC. And then on the 6th of November was our AGM, which was in attendance with the department and all of our members. It was held in the On the 6th of uh, December 2019, it was the Women in Tourism Women uh, uh, WIE cleanup campaign, and where our members went to attend that, and uh, that opening up in Howard Falls. Thank you, Honourable Chair,
1: and everybody.
9: Hello, good. Mama Hoa. Hello, good day, Honourable Members in the House. This is Mama Hoa Litaba here, representing uh, the women in tourism in the Northern Cape, I greet you all, uh, my honorable members, did I say that already? Yes. All right, Uh, as we can see on our program, the, our first uh, event was on the 19th of September, that's where we launched, uh, officially launched our chapter, and the event was held in, in uh, Uppington, at the full gospel, a church hall, and then on that day we used the the day effectively. Also on the same day, uh, we had elections uh, for the districts in the Northern Cape. And the reason for that was that uh, the Northern Cape is a vast uh, a, a province, so the towns and, uh, and are far from each other. So. That's when we decided that we will uh, launch uh, the district committees. And then in the district, then uh, the committees will run the, the program and will arrange events and meetings. And uh, we, we all the districts will re- then report to the provincial chapter. So that was done on the 19th of September as we were also on that day celebrating the, the tourism month and uh, on the 14th of November we had the executive meeting and that meeting was held at uh, in, in, in uh, was held in Kimberley at the Kalaban to northern Cape uh, tourism offices and at, at that meeting that's where we discussed now the the events a uh, that happened in the different different uh, districts, and uh, in that meeting, then where we were to schedule the, the 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 general meeting, but unfortunately we couldn't get to that. But on the fifth of April, uh, we had to we had a chance then to visit one of the districts, which was now the the JTG district, uh, where we had. Uh, we celebrated our uh, uh, women in uh, launch, the launch of the JTG district, and uh, the event was held at the workshop uh, Kokasi, which is which is one of our uh, beautiful lady here, hardworking lady, uh, who's running this uh, very unique uh, product. So we we were there as the JTG district then to, to visit also other small businesses in, in order to s- support and to hear the challenges that uh, uh, the small and upcoming uh, businesses are experiencing. And with that, uh, the program was for NEXT to take us to the other district, but unfortunately then we were disturbed due to the, the COVID um, pandemic, but the, the program is still ongoing Immediately after, when we are ready to to visit all the districts, and then we will do that. That is now the the, the committee that will uh, will do that. But all in all, we we are on 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 the on the WhatsApp groups and uh, on on our, on our Northern Cape uh, tourism uh, uh, group. That's where we engage with all the districts and still we are keeping in touch to hear what what, what the new what the new products are coming up and that's where we also recruit uh, our new members and uh, of course there are a lot of challenges with, with regards to the membership uh, a, 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 our annual membership payments but that will also of course come with time but we are in progress and uh, we are hoping to visit all the districts this uh, sometime this year as, as soon as uh, we are we are over the the pandemic thank you so much mem- on other members good morning
10: um chairperson um morning to the portfolio committee members um officials from the ndt and our fellow um, chairpersons. My name is Kosi Chobeka. I am the deputy chairperson for Northwest. Um, our chairperson is currently not feeling well, uh, Ms. Bufelongwenya. So I'm standing in for her and I'll go through our programs. And I'll start with what has happened in 2019 where we started with, uh, Meline has mentioned the conference already. I'm not gonna go through that. Um, we did the tourism awareness tour that included um, in partnership with the Northwest University that happened in Potsdam in the Northwest and then we also did um, on the 10th of April 2019 we had a graduation which was um, a a course that we did with um, Northwest University as well because we've got a memorandum of understanding with Northwest University to assist our members in terms of empowering them and uh, assisting them with further learning and that happened in Matikeng um, at the Northwest University. And then on the 3rd of May, we had a, we were at the Africa Travel in Indaba, and then we were parading the Bazona culture. Even though we were in Durban, we thought Northwest needs to be represented in the KZN area. So but the women um, wore their Bazona culture, Dijali, Dukubo, where we were parading the whole area to, to acknowledge that women in the Northwest are in, in, in Durban. And we had about 20 women um, also exhibiting, as well as those that were sponsored by the department to come and see what happens in the, in the Africa Travel Indaba. And then on the 12th of July, we had our annual general meeting at Tabale Haye Guest House in Rustenburg. And then we on the 26th to the 27th of July, we had our fundraising hiking event because we believe that we need to be self-sustainable. So we try and do these events to raise funds. And then we sell tickets for people, to non- non-members as well as members mm. to buy the tickets. And then on the 9th to the 11th of August, we had the Women's Day camp, which was a weekend camp happened in Macfee to encourage women to try and luxury. So we encourage a lot of our women to camp. Even this year in, in, in August, we did the camp again on the 7th to the 9th of August. And then the last one we did was the boat cruise in December, which was another another fundraising event. And then in February 2020, we started off with the golf clinics. Golf clinics, we're encouraging um, our women to participate in golf as part of a networking session because the more we network, because we're not only inviting women that are within the tourism sector, we believe that if we invite other women that are outside of the tourism sector but can benefit our women in terms of opening up opportunities because that's what we are here for as as women in tourism, to open up those opportunities. And then um, we happened to be in the COVID state. Uh, other events that were supposed to happen didn't happen. However, we took the time as women in tourism to say, what is it that we can do during this time of COVID? Since we've done the social media campaigns through uh, training, through uh, Northwest University, we then decided to let's um, do campaigns online as Women in Tourism. That's when we launched the social media campaign in terms of um, the impact um, of COVID. So that campaign ran uh, in April until the 20th of May uh, in our social media page, which is Northwest. It, It is called Women in Tourism Bukonebupirima on social media. So you'll see the videos, we shot videos of, of ourselves being quiet and then sharing all these messages of how COVID has impacted our women. And then we're going to run another campaign again of women showing what has happened and with the assistance that they got from the Tourism relief Fund, how, what has changed. Because we're encouraging our women to share uh, um, different um, opportunities as well as challenges that they face. So, on the 25th of May, we had a a meeting with our MEC of DEDECT, because the department has changed from only being a standalone department of tourism to now DEDECT. So, we had to engage and reintroduce women in tourism to the newly um, appointed MEC, as well as the officials, because they've changed the whole structure in terms of who is now looking after women in tourism. And that was done online since we we were on COVID state. Uh, It was done on Microsoft Teams, but that was a good meeting because we had to map a way forward in terms of how we're going to do things going forward. And then during that time, we ran a radio campaign with UFM um, where we outlined what our plans are for women in tourism uh, during the tourism month as Mm. well as um, now in um, Women's Month. And we ran a campaign because we we realized that our women, our membership is currently 500 rand annually. And we realized that our women during this time are struggling, but they want to join because they are seeing what is currently happening and what we are doing and how we've been assisting other women to join in and assist them with application during this pandemic. So we then allowed, we ran a campaign uh, as of uh, two days ago yesterday to say to our women, if you join within the month of August, this is our present to us, you join within this month and we're allowing you to join for free. So from our normal uh, membership of 62, we're currently now sitting at about 102 members. So that has helped a lot, but we're only giving them until the end of August to join for free because we need to assist them financially as well. That's the, that's the support we're giving them. And then um, our, pr- our plans since we've been having online meetings with our members, We now had scheduled plans that we're going to embark on during the tourism month, which is now in September. Um, one of those will be to assist our members in terms of compliance workshops, because members are now going back to to, to work. They are starting their businesses and restarting uh, to get new clients. So we need to assist. We're going to have a compliance workshop um, for all the product owners. And then we're going to have a tourism um, awareness tour that will be happening in Tladsdorp and Ikakeng, which is Dr Kenneth Gawunda, and then we're going to have another um, activity which is Muotsi village um, experience, which is going to happen in September as well, the 18th to the 19th of September, and that will be in the villages uh, around Lerome and uh, uh, Mugulei, because these campaigns, because we're focusing on the tourism and that is rural development and how we embarking and engaging our rural women because we don't want to leave them behind. And we engaging with Mahosi because we can't go to a village without engaging with Mahosi and like Mahosi where these women are driving or they are the drivers of autonomy in the areas. So
1: we
10: and then another um, campaign where we're go to, going to have a um, a campaign in Tojani farm, it's a friendly farm where we are going to be doing hiking, and then a, a high tea at the end of the hiking. Because in within the, the trail, you find that there are indigenous plants that we, we as women can love allow women to participate as well. Thank you so much.
11: Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Greetings to the members of Portfolio Committee and greetings to all the Chairpersons of the Chapters. Greetings to everyone, and happy Women's uh, Month. My name is Nolo Mashiane. Mashiyane, I'm from the Free State, I'm standing in for the chairperson who was in hospital just discharged, so she couldn't make it. I'm a treasury uh, myself, and the deputy is not available. Um, <clears throat> I see I don't have enough slide here, but I will talk to you with what I've got. Um, our roadshow started in 2018. We we did a lot of road shows in 2018 uh, to all the districts of the Free State, and after that, on the 29th of, Ma- of uh, March 18th, 2019, we had our um, our launch, where Miss uh, Broderick and Lung- Miss Lunga were there, and then we advised that we need to register a, an NPO or ngo or something so we decided on an npo which we did on 2019 after the um the launch and after that we registered a we opened a bank account so that the members can contribute their uh, membership fee and we decided that um we're gonna start paying because people on the uh, 2019 they couldn't pay And most of them, um, only the committee mainly paid. And then we decided to give people some time so that from 2020, they start paying, which they did. And we've got a a number of uh, members, but the paid one are lesser than the number that uh, we have in our database. But then um, mainly on 2019, we're just following up because in other provinces, uh, people are still Lacking, uh, mainly in the Muteo district, which is where Bloomfontein is, is the one that is more active. But we are always assisting those members in other districts. And then on the twenty, uh, on the second of February this year, we had our AGM, and after, on the AGM, then we did also a year plan which um, unfortunately, it didn't really happen because on the 28th of March, we're supposed to do a recruitment drive uh, in Velcom because we have low numbers there. So, and then on the, and then following that we'll have a gala dinner. Uh, We already spoke, we have spoken to APSA. APSA was going to uh, be with us, and then destia as well and then we'll also invite the national uh, uh department and the motivational speaker it was going to be a weekend away uh the the gala dinner in Quaca from the eighth uh the women women's weekend from the 8th until the 10th and um and then following that, we're going to do a flea market so that uh, women showcase their products and services. And we're going to do that uh, in, during tourism month. And then we also had a, in line a road show, which we are going to the universities and schools to recruit uh, and tell the young women there who are interested in tourism about ourselves and about wheat, what is it doing? And then, yeah, that that was the plan uh, mainly for this year. And also we have two uh, WhatsApp groups for the committee and for the entire member, Um, we communicate nevertheless. And I thank you, Chair.
6: Um, Honourable chairperson and members, um, it's mayleen Broderick again from the department. We have had some uh, uh, leadership challenges in the Gauteng chapter. It was the first chapter to come steaming out of the blocks, uh, but there has been some internal strife there, which we've uh, been diligently working on, and we will hold an AGM um, uh, within the next couple of months uh, to try and sort that out uh, and get everything running again. Um, but this is... Um, They've done a, a lot of work, um, and, and but unfortunately have been beset by some internal challenges, um, and we are trying to work with them in sorting that out. The next slide, Petra. Um, I, I think uh, from from our the women in tourism uh, at the the front slide, the honourable chair and members. There was, um, right at the beginning, Petra, it gives you an indication of all our chairpersons and the membership uh, per chapters, as we indicated. We just got the NPO's registered last year, and uh, I really want to thank all the, the ladies who are, are spearheading the chapters out in the provinces in
1: trying to to get this going. Thank you very much, Honourable Chair and Members. Petra, hi Petra. Uh, yes, Jay,
0: Is there anybody from the department who wants to do an implicate, imply, to amplify to add?
5: No, you. It's just my lean and and Mother tonkey is speaking on behalf of this woman. They they. Um, quite involved in it, and then Lunka was doing, um, giving all the support. Those are the only three people from the department.
1: Okay. But I
5: I do think the good ladies are doing a good job um, trying to promote tourism and and strengthen one another in their
7: businesses.
0: Thank you very much. We want to thank uh, our mothers, our sisters, for the excellent presentation.
1: In life, it's about starting, And I'm happy that uh, the nine chapters have
0: now started. Many people, they theorize too much, thinking about if I start this, will I succeed? What will be the challenges? Where will I get the capital? Where will the human resource come from? Where will the office be? Where will the telephone come from? Where is the data going to come from? Will I get support from government? Will people support me? Will the banks support me? All those negative things, right? So I, I like it because the women have made a start. We don't have to look at perfection of the start, but the most important thing we must embrace is that a start has been made. The challenge to us, is how do we make the start in order to strengthen the foundation so that future generations can inherit from this caliber of women the nine chapters that will take South Africa's tourism in the context of the role of women in the tourism economy to the highest trajectory. So I'm very happy that the start has been made from where I'm sitting as the chairperson of the portfolio committee. Honorable members, the presentation has been made. I'm now going to hand over to you to interact with the presentations.
1: We will start with uh, Honorable Mieni. Our next speaker will be Honorable Gumba Gumba. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honourable Chair. Chair, There's I must say that... chapters. Don't be
0: surprised when we, we, we call her Gomba Gomba. It's Honourable Gomba. So in the portfolio committee, we we refer to her as fondly, as uh, Honourable Gomba Gomba. <laughs> yes, thank you, Gumba Gumba. thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honourable Chair.
3: Chair, I must say that we really have very very powerful women who are representing women in tourism and I must say that I am very much impressed in the way and the manner in which they are being organized. I must also also uh, applaud Mema Lumka Skosana, for, Lunka Skosana for the good work and her presence in supporting the existence of these uh, Women uh, Provincial Chapters. Uh, I however have questions, uh, uh, Honorable Chair, which are going to be um, directed to, to the department because obviously the existence of these women would definitely need the support from the department itself. Uh, therefore, Chair, my question here is, how does the department assist women in tourism to tap into other p- uh, empowerment and funding facilities available across government, such as the small entrep- uh, enterprise uh, development agency, which is the CEDA, the small enterprise finance agency, which is SIFA? the Industrial Development Corporation, which is IDC, the National Empowerment Fund, which is NEF, the Black Industrial Scheme and the NYDA facilities. How does the department ensure that women become successful in tapping into those uh, facilities, financial uh, institutions? The second question, Chair, is that um, um, other than the executive department program, what are other notable achievements of the Women in Tourism program uh, in South Africa since the inception of the um, 2013? Remember, this was one of the initiatives which was initiated by the United Nations World Tourism Organization, and it was introduced in 2010. Uh, I hear that most activities began in 2019, uh, Nothing, um, although the, the the department tried to, to deal with it in 2013. So we want to know why is it only uh, initiated now? And uh, I mean, women could have been far by now uh, if really, uh, our honourable ladies who were presenting today had to start then when this was introduced. I mean, they could have taken this country very far if this was moved on at the time it was proposed by the UN. And also, uh, what are, what opportunities are available for women employment in participating in tourism value chain? Um. So I think remember we have tourism. I like I like I like the um, some of the presentations here that are actually uh, adding tourism and art and culture together because most of them they really work together. And I want to find out about other other uh, 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 um, issues that can be in the value chain of tourism. Which uh, uh, women can be uh, can find opportunities in them, and then also what 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 are the criteria? What was the criteria? But this one it comes to to the, to the to the to the provincial leaders who are who who just presented here. What was the criteria used to appoint the charter persons for women in tourism? I mean your representation which is so wonderful. How were you appointed to those positions which you are holding? Uh, possibly maybe you didn't uh, uh, tell us on how you became uh, who you are today. Uh, uh, chair, I also want to find out about the, uh, I see memalunka Skosana is a DD, which is a deputy director if I'm not mistaken, or maybe if I'm misplacing you, um uh, please uh, excuse, excuse me for that but uh i think it will be it will be very much important chair to, to see a person in the direct in in the position of a chief director uh, uh in, in the tur- uh, for women in tourism in the department of tourism, in uh, in the government site because uh, that position will actually mean that that the woman will be in a position to, to assist women on the ground uh, and, and for women's uh, uh, issues to be prioritized. Because if we don't have a Chief Director in the Department of Tourism, we'll find that issues that are supposed to be prioritized for women are set aside because it's only a person who is sitting in a position that has no power to make a decision. And therefore, Chair, I find that we really need to find women uh, in the position uh, of authority within the Department of Tourism in order for them to represent women in the decision-making position within the department itself. And I thank you very much, Chair.
1: Say I'm done. Thank you. Should
0: I continue? I have more, Chair. Okay. <laughs> I was just unmuting here. Thank you very much, Honorable Kumbagumba. We are now going to have Honorable Setole. Okay, he has given us his apology. Honorable Gumbi.
1: Thank you very
12: much, uh, Chairperson. If you'll please excuse me, I won't turn my video on. I'm just in a very bad connected area so I that's it keeps cutting but hopefully I'll be able to get my questions in and you'll also please just forgive me if uh, anything has been asked but thanks to the presenters for um, um, for presenting and for the work in which uh, uh, um, they are doing um, and what I really what I really wanted to get to is the crux of three key things so I mean the first the first thing I think that you'll anticipate is that people are obviously interested in how many, for instance, companies um, perhaps owned by women have been lost, uh, for instance, during the pandemic. So how many have been lost? Um, how many received relief funding? And how many didn't receive um, uh, um, some kind of relief funding? And the real reason why, perhaps maybe I just you know relay those questions again is because um, we've taken obviously a, a, a position about how we think that you know, we should get the economy going again, we should get tourism going, and how we should relax um, regulations uh, as much as possible to try to save as many um, jobs as we can. But um, uh, um, I want to hear from yourselves as an organization, is what do you think should be done with the current regulations to make it easier to give more opportunities, in particular for women in tourism? um in terms of the current regulations. So that's really my leading question is what should be done uh, um, in terms of the current regulations. And then as well, what should be done post the DMA. So uh, when we're when we're when we're over the Disaster Management Act, um, what should we do in terms of regulations to ensure that um, more people have opportunities, more women have opportunities um, in the tourism space in particular. And that comes from a part in terms of government and um, um, parliament and the regulations that we create and, it, and as well as ourselves in the portfolio committee. So thanks very much and sorry in, if in case you have answered some of those um, pointed questions.
1: Thank you very much, Honorable Gumbi. Thank you Chairperson,
13: and let me uh, appreciate the presentation from the Chapters. Uh, And, Chairperson, I will start with the, paying the condolences to the family of uh, my friend Peter, he's untimely that have uh, affected us, may the family be strong and the family of portfolio of tourism also be strong. uh my first uh, co- co- questions will go to the tourism department, to the minister, because when you're looking at the states, Chaperson, it means more women, more women are, are, are working in the tourist industry, but less of them are on top structure, and less of them are having ownership status in the, in the industry. And this is not a new thing, it's long time, it has been like that for a long time. And again Chairperson, when you look at uh, when did the United Nations start this uh, program of women in tourism? It was in, in 2010, and then in South Africa, the the real the real activism started in 2019. The 2018 thing didn't think, they didn't, they didn't work. It only started in 2019. So, one asks himself. Where was the Ministry, where was the Department all along, all nine years? That this is the sign showing that the Department of Tourism in South Africa doesn't take women serious, Because as far as we are informed, the women ownership in the tourism industry is only 10% if the states have haven't changed yet. Only ten percent the black woman ownership by the way, but you 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 find you, you find the, the the government that doesn't doesn't do anything even after United nations have initiated something that can help the women empowerment in empowerment so my question chairperson uh, goes to the department. What have you done in in, in those nine years, between 2010 and uh, up to 2019? Again, out of the conference, Women in in Tourism Conference of 2019, there were nine challenges that were raised. (laughs) There were nine challenges and 12 recommendations. I want to challenge the department for that, in the next meeting, they bring us a list of these challenges against the recommendations, which one was rec- was implemented up to now, from 2019 up to now. So that we can have a list where we check that that Conference of Women in Tourism is going like this, is moving or is staying one place. If we don't have anywhere where we have a checklist, we'll never, we'll get nowhere. It will be the very same, like they wasted nine years of 2010 to 2019. So from now, from the next meeting, let's have a list of those recommendations and what have the the, the, uh, department done on them. Because we can't just go to the conference, come back and then business just go as usual. It can't happen. We will never have a progress. We'll have we'll have a crying nation that talks of women empowerment, but nothing's happening. So let's let, let's do that. Let's let, let let's go through the checklist, and then from time to time, the minister will have to tell us how far is she with those recommendations and the challenges of women in tourism. And then my questions to. To, to, to the women uh, women in tourism, uh, more especially in the provinces, chairperson is how are they doing their recruitment in the regions and in the sub-regions, more especially in the remote rural areas and the villages. Because chairperson when I look at the events they are conducting, they are more in they are more in the hotels and, and, and all that. In the villages there are no hotels. So how are they reaching the women in the villages? I, 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 and, and, and if if such happened, I, I missed it maybe during the events, or when they present the events. But let that, let us hear from them. How are they reaching? the women in the in the villages and in the townships. And again, how much is the fee? Because I, I had another, another one from the Free State talking about others they don't have money, others and all that. Because in this, uh, if you are serious about the women's empowerment, we can you can't use money to block those who don't have money. We know, Almost, most mm-hmm. especially in the villages, almost ninety percent or more of women are not working. So, if 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 there is going to be a joining fee of some sort that will that, that 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 will block others from coming in, obviously we, we, it will be women empowerment only women who are all, already financially advanced. So, if there is a fee, because there, any organization needs some some money to. To run, to, to, to run his business, so the so so the government must intervene. So, uh, what are other requirements, except the money thing I, I heard about? What are the other requirements? So that we want to we want to see the the women in the villages joining uh, this uh, progressive organization, because we don't want to remain the crying nation, crying for women empowerment. That is. Not doing anything about it. And again, uh, to our our ladies there, what do you do? What do you do to bring in the new faces in, in, into the organization and into the tourism industry? Do you do? Do you conduct some? Uh, talk shows in the schools, so that the the, the children at secondary school, from primary maybe, they can understand this uh, sector of tourism. Because in the villages, I can tell you, those who are doing tourism, travel and tourism, they are they a are laughingstock, they, are, they laugh at them, mm. you just do it to pass, there's no career, there's no other, because there's no information out there please come down to the villages talk to the the to the, 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 the to the to the kids have some sessions and so so that our our kids can have a clue on careers involved in the tourism industry chairperson let me thank you very
1: much i think or right, or honorable honorable khalipa
14: Dr. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson, for the opportunity. Um, and thank you very much for the department uh, presentation and uh, all the stakeholders uh, that they have made a, a presentation. What is exciting, uh, Chair, Um, is what uh, presenters, they have been presenting around your villages and your township. Um, I think what would be more important, uh, Chairperson, is for the department, uh, to give support, to all these women, uh, in all provinces, uh, who are, trying um, their level best uh, chair uh, to be part of this uh, difficult industry uh, of tourism. Um, We need to have a specific um, uh, department, whether the um, director general and the minister. Uh, to give support to all the stakeholders, uh, Chairperson, who have been um, uh, doing a wonderful work uh, around issues of tourism. Um, In the Free State, the presentation from the Free State, um, I hear the presenter, she was uh, indicating, Chairperson, that there are problems uh, in one region, Uh, which is the region, which is my constituency, uh, Chairperson, uh, office, is in that region, um, and um, um, in Velcom. And I hope um, that the department um, and uh, people who are working around that area, we can be consulted, uh, Chairperson, uh, to try to assist, as we'll be performing our constituency work around uh, that area. But by large, uh, Chairperson, I'm very excited uh, in the manner which is uh, our people are trying uh, to be part of this important uh, industry of tourism. Uh, What I'll propose, Chairperson, that on a monthly basis, uh, it's important that we we must be able to get some progress report. Um, And there must also be resources, uh, Chairperson, that our provinces are giving to these stakeholders, a financial support. Um, And um, the department must also speak to private sector, um, to lobby private sector, that these women must be supported, uh, uh, Chairperson. Um, uh, My interest, uh, which is is always the interest of the Portfolio Committee, is around your villages, uh, your township, uh, uh, Chairperson. Those are your small towns. Uh, Those are areas, Chairperson, where I will request uh, that the department, uh, including um, these stakeholders, they must really be given support around those areas. Uh, not only just a uh, financial support uh, chairperson, uh, Which if we want them to succeed. Because if they don't get financial support, they are also not getting training in terms of capacity. It's also important that they must also get that training uh, chairperson from the department um, to build that capacity. And uh, if indeed these um, women, they can get that support, I have no doubt chairperson that in the next uh, when next year uh, 2021 August they come back to the portfolio committee they will give us a positive uh, report uh, chairperson thank you very much Chair.
0: okay honorable de freitas thanks ntate Khaliba. honorable de freitas can speak he is experiencing some challenges related to his health and vocal cords
15: Honorable uh, Krambo. Yes, uh, thank you very much for the presentation. Um, I just want to ask a quick question first before I get into the two main topics. Um, And that is, uh, the Gauteng chapter um, apparently did not present today because there are some internal issues. It's not... um, It's not entirely clear to me to what extent um, the Department of Tourism funds these chapters. It does say that they collect membership fees in the presentation and that it's driven by the private sector. I'm not sure whether there is departmental support. If there is, then can we know a little bit more? Because if taxpayers' money is being used to support these particular chapters, then I think we need a little bit more transparency than simply um, a bland statement like, well, we're having some internal issues there. So can I get clarity on that? And if there is money being used, can we know what these issues are? Then um, the two main points. Um, I was interested in the United Nations um, slide, the World Tourism Organization chapter of the United Nations, where they put as number one and number two, as the objectives, one, employment of women and two, entrepreneurship. And that's precisely what I think ought to be the case. Because ultimately, I think everybody needs to realize that government doesn't create jobs. Jobs are created in the private sector, but what government can and should do is create an uh, an enabling environment for business to flourish. So in the presentation um, of the various chapters, we did see a lot of good work being done um, in terms of facilitation, um, field trips, alignment of uh, various um, aspects of the job. and, and conferences, things like that. There was less on actual um, facilitation of building entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and creating women who could go out there and be empowered to compete equally in the tourism sector. I mean, I welcome the one particular point about Sunlam doing some training because that's, I think, what needs to happen. So, part of the United Nations slide talked about the wage gap being um, lower men versus women then is generally the case. And there are encouraging signs about what could be achieved in tourism, mainly because of the low barriers of entry. So after being an MP for 21 years, I've stayed on a lot of B&Bs over the years in my travels. And it is true that many of the tour guides and many of the b bs are owned by women. And that's the exciting potential for the future. In the course of chatting to many of these people, because my work um, saying in those, uh, B&B is is exactly what we have to do in tourism anyway. It's part of our portfolio. It it is a little bit depressing that in many cases, it's a widower whose um, husband has passed away, obviously, and children have moved out. It's got all these spare rooms, and she turns it into B&B. Now, that's great, and I'm happy for those those women who've turned um, their life in a direction where they can become entrepreneurs in their own right, create employment. But it shouldn't have to wait for that stage of the lifestyle or that stage of life to, to get into that situation. I think we'd like to see women basically leaving school or leaving a tertiary education situation and going into tourism straight away. So my question to, to the department, as much as it is to the nine chapter um, leaders that we've had on the presentation today is this. Do we actually know what the potential is? In other words, have we quantified? How many women do we believe ought to be in tourism in this country? Because this essentially should be a quantitative perspective as well. Compared to that, and I would imagine that that they would like to aim for at least a 50% ownership, and the figure of 10% ownership has been mentioned today, which doesn't really talk about equality at all. But if we're looking at something like 50% of the um, ownership in this country ought to be by women, then what should the ownership of women be in a fully functional tourism uh, sector in South Africa? Compared to that, how many women do we actually have in those ownership positions? That'll give us an idea of what the gap is and what the potential is that we need to actually realize. Then, if that in fact is the situation, what are we doing to facilitate entrepreneurial um, training so that people get in as soon as they can in their life to become um, a player in the in the tourism sector, one form or another? And does our training that the department envisages, along with the training to get in the private sector, enable us within a reasonable amount of time to reach those objectives? I didn't see anything in the presentation which asked those kind of questions. So this for me is about the numbers. What is needed? What's the potential? What do we actually have? What are we doing in terms of entrepreneurial training and empowerment to boost those numbers, both in employment and indeed ownership? So that's my question to whoever is best placed to answer it. But I think it's an overall perspective which is which is should be um, held by the Department of Tourism and where each one of our nine provincial chapters contribute towards their share of bridging that gap. So can I get some feeling about the numbers there? Then my last question, Chairperson. The Howick Falls has been mentioned twice today again. And I imagine what's been talked about was the Good Green Clean Awareness campaign that took place in early December last year, um, jointly under the Department of Tourism and Environmental Affairs, which was essentially a symbolic thing and it had more to do with the pollution of the river which ends up in the Blue Lagoon in Durban and the waste um, management and landfill sites in Howick. So there was a kind of symbolic cleanup afterwards. Of course, cleanup's been happening for 20 years in Howick. Um, mainly by the Friends of the Falls, um, the DA, and more recently, Love Howick. So that's not a new thing. But obviously, we welcome any help we can get to keep the clean program going, mainly because local government has collapsed in that part of the world, and there is no proper cleaning program. In fact, there's nothing going on, and things have got a lot worse since the committee visited there last year. What the um, presenters, presenters don't necessarily know is that on Sunday, the facility burned down which again just illustrates how ineffective our inter- interaction has been because now the main asset there which is the tourist kiosk has been gutted and burnt to the ground so not only do we not have a, a report from the municipality which was due in january not only do we not have any responses from the committee leadership although we've been writing to the committee leadership since february we now have to wait till september for the department to report on behalf of the municipality, because the municipality is too useless to send the reports which they were mandated to do by this portfolio committee, and in fact that the situation has deteriorated. None of the people living in desperate circumstances on the other side of the falls, which we quite correctly said ought to be housed in dignity, have in fact been housed. And in fact, there has now been a large group of people who've moved onto to the site and are um, Living there again in circumstances which provide no dignity at all, and which actually worsen um, some of the challenges that we we have to address. So, mm-hmm. I, I welcome the fact that these particular ladies have helped through that initiative. And I would welcome more help, but we are getting nowhere on this site. And therefore, my plea to you is, if you can perhaps use your considerable resources and influence. To try and get the municipality to respond to the committee's request for reports, to try and get this project moving, because right now this is an embarrassment to intergovernment relations and to our own efforts. We went there in good faith as a multi party committee. We all tried to forge a solution, but the municipality is dragging its heels. And business has further declined since then. The site has got dirtier. The infrastructure has been destroyed by the fire on Sunday. And nobody who deserves proper Decent accommodation from across the falls has been moved. So if you are going to go to Hawick and, and get involved in these cleanups or have some kind of a say, I welcome that you're part of the solution. But please, can you also bring some pressure to bear to the municipality to try to fulfil the expectations and the requests from the committee that we tabled in September last year? And that would be appreciated. So, I'm taking the opportunity because it was raised on this particular platform. And um, I, I need you to be aware of the mm-hmm. fact that um, while your efforts have been appreciated, um, the situation has in fact worsened. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Honorable Kramberg. Honorable April. Miner April. If it's not there, Honourable Klerko, TS. Thank you, Honourable chairperson. I take it that uh, Honourable
3: April is experiencing, maybe, is experiencing uh, connection problems. Let me take the opportunity then. chairperson. let me first start by greeting everyone in this platform and also saying Happy Women's Month to all of you and to all other women out there. Happy Women's Month. Chair, let me start by appreciating the presentations by all Mbokodos out there. Uh, I'm just saying this is a good start and say, just say, when you strike a woman, you strike a rock. As a woman in this portfolio committee chair, let me appreciate uh, the fact that the committee has prioritised this programme in this August month. The month that was declared as a women's month, we appreciate that very much. Uh, To the department that is coordinating, I can say, uh, this is a good program, to organize women such that those women are able to organize themselves and look for opportunities in business and network even for other women out there.
1: As members of the committee, we are not only interested in
3: provinces where we reside, we are interested in all nine provinces. That's why I would recommend to the DDG coordinating and also the the national organizing body to say they must come close to Gauteng, because I did not get their presentation and to all other provinces that have got a a shortfall. Otherwise, we we appreciate the presentations. And I think the national body must continue coordinating these programs. We need most women to take center stage in the economic activities of this country and beyond There are hindrances that I have uh, identified earlier on uh, that stop women from being active in the in business. Some that I can mention are lack of information, lack of resources, stereotypes and the burden of work and the responsibility of a woman at home and in the society. That Those are the ones that I can just think of just now. I think these women can assist other women in overcoming these. It is bad, though we encourage people to work, but it is bad to get it that women form the bigger portion of those that are working but a lesser or no portion to those that are in business. We want women to be there to be active in the economic activities of the country. Uh, We are not going to ask them questions, Chair. We will advise, there's only one question that I have for them Just to ask the National Coordinating Body a question that says, in which other platforms do they participate? Because we want them to be judged and criticised. I am thinking of platforms like Women in Transport, Women in Agriculture, Women in, in, in Mining so that they are able, as women in tourism, to participate in other women formation platforms, so that they can also tap opportunities and information that is there for these women that are participating in tourism. Also, Chair, I would advise all the provincial chapters to establish these district chapters. I was listening when the one from Eastern Cape was mentioning uh, the districts. There was no mention of the districts like Risani and Amatoa. I would advise all provincial chapters to work closely with districts. I'm very glad that she did mention Oral Tambo, which is a national pilot. My other advice to them, Chair, is that we are now using this new normal because of the pandemic. I would encourage them to use social media platforms, which are accessible to even the rural women out there. It is easier to access information they share. They must use those social media platforms to make other women understand that they are these women organizations. My other advice would be that they must make it simple and affordable for other women to join. I applaud the the chapter of Northwest that have disclosed the joining fee of 500 Rand a year. Because what makes other women not join is sometimes they do not know how to join, how much is it to join the organization. So I would just uh, advise, and also the fact that there is one province that said, uh, they have just uh, took it upon themselves to say women must just join free during this august month uh, i think that is a best practice chair this new, new normal thing chair has been uh, as a result of the covid 19 and it has showed us the fact that it's easier to reach people using social media and other platforms because you can be you can talk to people in Gauteng whilst you are in Dukua in the Eastern Cape. My other advice to them, Chair, is that they in their program, programs as provincial chapters. They must in, include topics such as gender based violence topics. There is a lot affecting women out there, Chair. They can also extend invitations to Chapter Nine institutions, Gender Commission, Human Rights Commission, and other mm-hmm. relevant organizations. That's my suggestion to them, Chairperson. Uh, My my other suggestion would be the involvement of the Department of Communications and Digital, Digital Technologies for women to get used to the system and take opportunity of the fourth industrial revolution with digital skills. It's good to observe that women have been active right through the year and they are now showcasing they Axis successes in August. All provincial chapters must continue mobilizing other women so that those women are able to get information that they get from other business arrangements in those workshops, in those arrangements that they have chosen. In a nutshell, Chair, we appreciate the work done by women and also the strides by the Department of Tourism to have a DDG that is coordinating
0: this program. I
3: thank you very much, Chairperson.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much, uh, Honorable TS. We will now give the Department and the Chairpersons and representatives of the nine
1: chapters to make their own reflections. Thank you. Thank you, Chairperson,
4: and honorable members. Thank you very much for your observations and your remarks. Thank you for the feedback and also uh, expressing your most valuable expectations uh, in terms of how uh, the Women in Tourism program can be propelled and developed to be effective and also to contribute further to the gains that we have achieved uh, so far. Uh, Chairperson, in terms of the structure within the department, I I just want to um, um, remark that the Department of Tourism was proclaimed in 2010, and we were part of the Department of Environmental Affairs and and, and tourism. It was only in 2010 that we became a standalone uh, department, and that gave us an opportunity then to focus on uh, uh on, on 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 tourism issues without any any other uh, 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 issues that we we were initially uh, as a, a conjoint department were focusing on and i want to submit that the what we are hearing today what we are observing today is the results of the background work that has been uh, uh, that the department has been involved in the fact that we can have such a a brilliant and effective institutional arrangements for 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 for, uh, the, the the program in terms of Uh, the women having uh, their own chapters is really remarkable and can demonstrate the work that the department has been doing uh, for which we are seeing results today. Our participation globally putting up front the agenda of women in South Africa at the UNWTO is the result of the work that we've been Busy with, and to the extent that we are sampled by the UN, UNT, UNWTO for a, a, a project uh, in in Limpopo, where we, they will be focusing in terms of what our uh, experience have been, the evaluation and the monitoring of this uh, project having to go to the UNWTO and to be applied across uh, globally is indeed re- remarkable we have demonstrated the ability to work together with uh, provincial governments in terms of putting the agenda of women in tourism up front and making sure that it receives the necessary support our entity is on board in terms of making sure that uh, uh, we facilitate exposure and uh, uh, networking for the for the women in in in, in tourism facilitation in terms of making sure that uh, the sustainability for the for the for the different uh, provincial chapters in terms of uh, assisting them in terms of registration as uh, NPOs so that they can run their affairs have a voice and and, and become sustainable in terms of recruiting uh, members within within their their chapter we are also ensuring a uh, chaperone, and that takes time uh, 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 and demonstrate the work that we have been doing in terms of making sure that uh, the women are, uh, are sustainable. Yes, we understand about Houten, and as Meylene has alluded, it was one of the first yeah. chapters to come to come in on board. We will take a, 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 the matters to housing and we are working in terms of making sure that they also get back on on track. Okay. In the department, uh, the chief director uh, uh, responsible for 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 the program is also responsible for. Uh, enterprise development. I think the linkages there sits in very well. She's also responsible for domestic tourism and also responsible for for transformation. So across board, uh, 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 issues around uh, women in tourism do receive sufficient uh, uh, um, uh, 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 focus. And at, as as a chief director, they do receive uh, 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 Enough support in terms of making sure that decisions are taken and, and promptly, and also that there's linkages in terms of what uh, the, the department can be able to 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 afford. I also want to allude to the fact, Chairperson, that we are doing well in terms of facilitating sponsorships for for women to 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 benefit. We have done a lot in terms of making sure that um, uh, they they they. They deal with compliance issues, and um, for, for for you to be participating, in your seeders participating in other agencies, uh, they they have got their own requirements, and we have been very active in terms of making sure that uh, all the compliance issues like registration, uh, like uh, 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 support in terms of enterprise development uh, uh, is. Is provided to, to 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 women. So, in a nutshell, uh, Chairperson, we can show results to this far, and with your inputs, I think the work can continue uh, very very uh, smoothly. I'm going to uh, allow Melin and Lumka to also uh, address uh, 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 the questions that uh, honourable members have raised. Thank you.
6: Can I proceed, Honourable Chair?
0: Yeah, proceed. Come
6: my problem. Thank you. Uh, thank you, um, um, In terms of the, the partnerships, we already have partnerships with CEDA, CIFA, uh, NEF and the IDC, and some of the women, uh, in fact, even on the on the, 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 the Zoom meeting now have been approved for, for TTF. Um, so we work very closely with those organizations which build uh, those relationships. Um, The um, opportunities for women in in tourism value chain, we are in the process of, through the research unit, uh, trying to to get um, that value chain unpacked, and specifically uh, to look to, if I can just jump over to Honourable uh, Crumbrog's question about um, the substantive issues around women participation. Um, So we have to unpack the value chain. There is the NTCE also in terms of Honourable Mateka, you know, the the question around uh, our young people being ridiculed in schools for taking tourism, and that's what the NTCE is is there to do. The incubation programs as well uh, are there, um, and uh, we hope through the Women's Enterprise Development Program, partnerships with um, the commercial banks will uh, enable us uh, to do that. Um, in terms of uh, the, the program, um, I think Lumka will speak to that. I only joined the department in 2018-19 and was given uh, this program to, to take to the level where it is now and it would not have been possible without uh, Lumka's, um It sits now uh, in the Enterprise Development Directorate. Um, in terms of the um, uh, other questions, I think the DDG, uh, acting DDG has uh, covered most of them. Uh, Just to speak on the UNWTO pilot, uh, I think, uh, Chairperson, Honourable Members, to Honourable Member uh, Gomba's question, um, what other programmes are are we doing? We have, uh, we did have a meeting uh, with women in tourism. Chapter Mm Chairpersons around us working more closely with other women formations, such as women in agriculture, women in property, women in mining. Um, through the Business uh, Women's Association of South Africa. So we as uh, intend to actually organise an event around that once we're allowed to get to events or even if it's a virtual event so that we can tap into exactly what the, uh, the honourable members spoke to, the opportunities that are available for women within the value chain. Uh, we even are putting together our women in consortia to take uh, bigger uh, transactions on like the purchase of hotels or, or concessions with sand parks for example where one person's business is only a, a 10 or 20 room facility if we put five or six women together suddenly that becomes a powerhouse and they can actually uh vie uh, for for that kind of business uh, the department does not provide any financial support at all uh, on the crumbling to to the women um, so in terms of uh, the, the challenges it's more around personalities And uh, the only support that we give is uh, training, um, venues, etc., but no financial support. So there is nothing uh, that, uh, from taxpayers' money perspective, that has gone awry there. Um, Thank you for the feedback on how it is indeed uh, uh, painful to hear. uh, But the chairperson of KZN is on, and we will engage Makosi after this to see how we can up the support there. I think I've covered uh, the, the. The other questions, the main questions from the department, I don't know if there's anything Luka would like to add, um, but uh, some of the other questions were for the members, the the
1: chairpersons themselves, honorable chairperson. I thank you.
0: Is there any other addition from any provincial chapter? If there is none.
11: Okay, the chair. Okay. Uh, hey. Yes. Um I just want to, there are some questions that are directed to the chapters. Um I would like to start with Mekomba. Um she was asking how do we select our members? I think we differ from um, Province to province, how we selected our members, but we we use a a, a voting system. Um, and then with uh, Mr. Gumbi was asking, what should be done to make sure that uh, more women get assistance? I thank you, Honourable, for this question because we are the ones that know what do we need uh, to how do we need to be assisted. Because some of uh, our members, we, we are not at the same level. You find most of the assistance that we, 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 we have to get, uh, we need to have uh financial statements, uh, which tax clearance is given. We agree with that, all of us. But you find we also need business uh plan to apply for any incentive that is there. And you find some of the members, as much as they would like to uh have those things but you find that um because of the uh, small businesses doesn't make enough money because now what happened especially now during COVID, um most of the accountant their prices have gone very high if you want to make um, a yes a financial statement it will cost you around six to 8000 rent and we find those small 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 businesses they really really can't afford that and then people are losing because of that and with uh, honorable muteka was uh, asking about the recruitments and with the concern of going to the townships we do go to the townships we do try and cover everywhere because we need more women to get this and to be part of the wheat. And also the requirement, you just have to be a woman. It's a woman in tourism. You just have to be a woman who own the business or interested in the sector. And that's the requirement we, we, we are using. Um, in my presentation also, I did mention that we were planning to go to university, universities and schools in order to showcase uh this sector and the career and uh, with uh, to those younger people the new faces and honorable kalipa was talking about the financial support i think i thank you very much Sir, because we really need as women training is mo- the most important one and finances as well we really you nailed it and then, uh, Honorable Draco, thank you for the advice. Honorable Greg, we really thank you for the information you gave us. I thank you, Chair.
0: Okay, any other Chair of the chapter who would want to amplify?
7: Uh, thank you. I'm Grace Barra from Limpopo. We thank you, honorable uh, members, for all the advices that you are giving us. Going back to our chapters, we are going to implement everything that you advised us to do. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember the names of the uh, of honorables who raised some questions, but I'm looking at uh, the question on townships and villages. If you listened to the uh, presentation from Lugopo, Limpopo is one of those rural uh, uh, provinces and it has got five districts. And most of our women in tourism are located in those rural villages and in those townships. So what we did, and really it's not about Limpopo only, it's also about all the other provinces They are doing the same. What we did, even when we started uh, with the election of the executive committees, We made sure that all the districts are represented from the EXCO members, Mm -hmm. at least all the the districts should have representatives. And we literally went on a roadshow from one district to the other. And I'm Mm -hmm. also saying this, uh, other provinces are are also doing the same, going to one district to the other because we have also created district organizers district coordinators in those uh, districts so that they know their people and they know what their people are doing down there so whenever there is something we talk to the districts the districts talk to their members and we are also saying we cannot do this without the municipalities we were fortunate in Limpopo because some of the uh, municipalities were on board all the events that we did in Limpopo only a uh, uh, one event was done, I mean, only three events were done in Capricorn district, which is more rural, half rural, half a a suburb. But all the other districts were done were done right in the villages, right at those townships because we we have also realized that that is where tourism is besides mm-hmm. having a, a art and crafts there we also have women who are in the in the transport a, a, a sector women who are in the agricultural sector because this also brings me to the question of uh liaison with other a, 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 a women, I mean, association like women in mining, women in agriculture. So we are saying as part of members of this association, women in tourism, we we have realized that uh, the value chain also includes members of, of, I mean, businesses which are doing transport, businesses which are in agriculture. So we cannot leave the, those ones out. We do have members who are doing agriculture as their businesses. And they are members of Limpobo Women in Tourism because that forms also part of Women in Tourism. So we are trying to do that. Although we are really experiencing challenges most of the time, especially with municipalities, not all municipalities are on board. And we, we request this, um, a portfolio committee. I don't know. It is if it's it's easy or not. We request this portfolio committee to, to 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 go down to go to the municipalities to 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 talk to them to say please support your women in tourism because our our businesses are mostly known by local municipalities where they are based, and also. Pick up a question on the effect of COVID-19 on our members. Uh, uh, Honourable chairperson, our members are suffering, and we are told that uh, 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 women constitute seventy percent of the, the the workforce. And I believe in business also is the same. And most of the women of the business in tourism are owned by women, and most of the businesses are closing down and most of the, of the, of the women businesses are are not doing well really because you know from march april may june July businesses were not uh, uh, working because of this COVID-19. Yes, there was uh, tourism relief funding which assisted some of the business in Limpopo, for example, because we have a good relation with uh, the Department of Economic Development, they also assisted us together with NDT to access those funding. I'm, 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 I'm happy really in Limpopo to say 90 percent of the women from Limpopo Limpopo women in tourism. They received the funding, and ten percent didn't receive the funding, and some didn't. Some didn't really. They don't know why they didn't receive because they 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 submitted everything. They got the letters to say the the fundings. They don't. There's no longer funding. So we are saying to this committee, to 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 this portfolio committee, please just come on board and assist those businesses which didn't receive the fund. I don't know how we are going to do that, but maybe there are other budgets, for example, so that our businesses cannot go down. If we lose women in tourism in our different provinces, I'm telling you, there's not going to be tourism anymore. And um, I think it's better also to indicate that, we need assistance, uh, 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 Honourable Chairperson. We need assistance in terms of uh, procurement of goods and services. To tell you the honest truth, uh, our government is not supporting us in terms of procuring services from us and goods from men in tourism. For example, if you look at the quarantine uh, venues presently, none of those quarantine uh, venues have. From the small uh, uh, businesses, most of them are from. I mean, they they took big big businesses, and you and those businesses really are not suffering like this. Very very small ones. So I don't know if it is late, yeah. uh, honorable chairperson we really need this so that we can recover easily because if we don't get any assistance we are not going to make it by the time uh, october november december january next year comes we won't be having tourism in our small uh, i mean in our uh, businesses let me stop there for now and give others to give put inputs thank you
1: Okay,
0: that's not because you want to say something or we are done.
2: No, no, no. Uh, I just saw a message from <laughs> Petra. I'm not sure if Lumka you wanted to say before we respond or shall we carry on. I'll carry on on my side. Um, thank you Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. Uh, I'd like to go back to Honorable Greg Grumbach's uh, question. In terms of the entrepreneurship training. Uh, the Kesaran Chapna, uh, in partnership uh, with F, we got sponsored by F to do a masterclass training around professional development, market access, and product development. When we talk about professional development, uh, we mean training the individuals. The business owners to be able to go to international platforms and market their businesses on an international level. And then when we talk about product development, we look at each uh, product, whether it's a and B, whether it's a hotel, tour guide, whatever tourism products our, our members own. We look into them if they have, if they meet the international standards in term, particularly with the home home as much as we want people, uh, our tourists to walk away with the experience that they get from home state, but they mustn't be traumatic uh, for them. So we look at the safety regulations. We look at the health regulations. We look at the the accommodation facilities, do they meet the international standards? And we approach the Provincial uh, Tourism Grading Council. To get homestays uh, their own grading status because currently at the moment homestays don't fit in any of the grading status because uh-huh. of they come with different criteria. So that is the training and to go back to Mayor Gumba's question on how we got appointed and for KZN it's based on nomination uh, appointment where you come and you present yourself you submit a a profile and the certain criteria is your, they look into your history, how long you've been in the tourism um, industry, what impacts you've made. And thirdly, if you are a tourism product owner, and most importantly, if you are a member of the chapter and the, the, the last criteria, and what are you bringing on board in terms of providing change because uh, being a member of the chapters uh with all of us if i can speak for all of us uh, it's on a volunteer basis so we look at your commitment we look at the passion that comes into um, becoming a a chapter person Uh, thank you honorable chairperson
0: thank you very much uh, i hope uh, that brings us to the responses from the department and the provincial chapters just in closing and as part of the way forward
15: sorry chair um some of us have got our hands up for follow-ups please
0: who, 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 you are speaking on behalf of who now uh chair i wasn't
15: I had to speak on behalf of anybody, I I thought I could speak on... I I hear
0: you saying some members have got their hands up.
15: Yes, I I see there's... Well, I don't know if they're members, but I see there's uh, Grace Sibara, Shlanganani, Gumby is definitely a member, and I'm a member. Those are three hands I see, and it's also on the chat room.
10: I also had my hand up.
0: There you go. Grace has spoken?
10: Yes, I have spoken,
7: I'm fine.
0: Yes. So, who still wants to speak? And yeah, myself, but you know, members, we can't speak forever. Well, you do. We gave you a chance to speak, you spoke. We gave the chapters and the departments to speak, they spoke. We can't sit in the meeting forever.
15: That's true, Chief, we have an opportunity
0: a- to engage at all times with the department. Yes, but
15: we are allowed to to have our questions answered and if a question hasn't been answered, it's always been traditional that you can ask for the question to be answered. I have not
0: given you an opportunity to speak. I haven't given you an opportunity to speak. Our responsibility today is to understand from the nine chapters and the department how they've been working in the context of the Women's Month as far as tourism is concerned. It's actually more about then familiar ourselves, familiarizing ourselves with their operations. So we can be uh, posing endless questions to the chapters as if they are a department accountable to us. Our purpose is to familiarize ourselves with their operations. The intense issues that we want to raise must be raised with the department. So we can be keeping our chapters the whole day here forever. Members who want to speak, I'm giving you the last opportunity to to speak. Honorable Crumble.
1: Yeah, thank you, Chair. Um,
15: This presentation was presented under the letterhead and the stationery of the Department. Ask your
0: question, ask your question, Honorable Crumble.
15: All right, I did ask the question, Chair. I asked, what does the Department view as the number of women that ought to be involved in ownership in tourism, what is the current figure and what are the training plans and empowerment plans to reach that particular outcome that's what i asked i have not been answered that question and because members are allowed to ask questions we're entitled to have the questions answered don't
0: worry there's no problem there's a difference between you asking a question getting a response to the to your full satisfaction so that that question was responded to but not fully, don't say it was not responded to. That question was uh, responded to, but not fully. I'll come back to it. Is there any other member who wants to raise an additional question? Honorable Gumbi, Kumba Gumba, not Gumbi. Thank you, Kumba. Gumba.
3: Uh, Thank thank you, Chair. Mine was just to say um, the Western Cape uh, would like, I don't want the response, Chair, but, I would love the, the, the Western Cape to improve on the um, townships. For instance, we want to see Kukuletu, Kaalicha, um, and also other townships getting involved into this tourism because it was clearly mentioned that it's only in the Cape Town area. So we would like la- I would love to see that even being improved. That's
0: all, Chair. Thanks. No problem. The department, do you want to re-emphasize some of the responses you gave, particularly to Honorable Krambok? He wants numbers, quantifications. That can't come, from, it can't come from the provincial chapters. The provincial chapters are voluntary associations. It's not compulsory for everybody, wherever they are, to join
1: those uh, provincial Department?
4: Um, Maritonki, do you mind if I? Yes, 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 sure. Melin. maybe if you can also okay. add the executive development program and the incubation project that we have from our side. Thank you.
6: OK, uh, I, I think I shared that in, in the slides. Uh, the, uh, I think yes. yes. Honorable Kambrick, I think what I indicated was we are in the process of working with our research team Stats South Africa, only as of last year, 2019, started to uh, collect gender-related stats in the sector. Um, So we are working with our research team to actually do a full quantification and look at what is the potential, where women should be involved, and the UNWTO pilot is meant to look at a microcosm of that, that we can then indicate what are the policy, policy responses we need in order to drive transformation and increase the numbers based on the statistics we have. We don't have a full set of statistics. As I indicated, Stats just started collecting gender-related statistics. So it is work in progress. In order to design proper policy interventions, we do need to collect the baseline data, and that is what we are in the process of doing. Thank you, Honorable
1: Chair. I hope that helped. Uh, thank you,
4: Chair. In terms of the opportunities, especially for capacity building, in the presentation we have alluded to the executive development program that really um, uh, 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 does assist in terms of making sure that we build enough capacity for entrepreneurial skills and also uh, 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 exposing women to uh, best practices in terms of running their their their, 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 their businesses we have the incubation project which is mainly dominated by 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 women that will be um, in terms of the financial literacies and especially the programs that women have alluded to that they desperately are saying that is um uh, really the cutting edge uh, uh, skills that they will want it uh, 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 developed um i think Chairperson, that should be able to give a sense in terms of what the department is doing to capacitate uh, 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 women in 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 the state thank, thank you just before
0: we do that thank you okay ask Karen.
2: Hey, i just want
7: to add something um on women in tourism, especially in Pumalanga. We are asking the portfolio committee to help us. Women should have 50% business in all the provincial parks, e.g. Kruger National Park, uh, Blade River Canyon, Leoskop Dam, nature reserves, such as um, Manjeleti and Songin Velo in Kruger (coughs) National Park. Government should facilitate shareholding of women in big businesses, such as Chua and uh, flight centers. And again, destination management companies are based only in Gauteng, Western Cape, and KwaZulu-Natal. We would like that South Africa tourism and provincial uh, tour board establish locally uh, DMCs in our program. And government also must assist the women chapters to understand the United Nations World Tourism Organization.
1: Women in in Tourism uh, programs, thank you. Okay. If there is no one else who wants to say uh, something, just before we come to the way forward, I want to reiterate this. The the, the nine (laughs) chapters led by women in tourism,
0: are not a directorate or an extension of the Department of Tourism. These are independent business women. They are not accountable to us, but they can share knowledge and information with us on how they operate, what are their frustrations, what are their successes, what are their achievements, the type of advices they can give to other women, to us as a community, to the department and so on. Second, women in South Africa and throughout the world, they have more burden to provide leadership and care in society, in particular to their families. Honorable members, if we are going to keep the chairpersons of the chapters almost for the entire day here, When there are other things they need to attend to, it's not only their tourism businesses they have to deal with. They've got um, their children that they have to attend to, they've got their staff that they need to attend to, they've got extended families that they need to attend to, they've got grandchildren that they've got to attend to. There are so many things that they have to deal with. Every minute for them counts. And if we are going to keep them for the entire day in a portfolio committee because we want to engage them it's opportunity cost on their path. so i'm just saying in future when we meet let's be mindful of the time that has to be managed properly because we are keeping business people here in a meeting and we want to do it for the for the whole day it's not going to happen it doesn't assist our women in moving forward we must be crispy presentations must be done the people who must keep for long in our meetings is the department not the nine chapters it is the department of tourism because they are directly responsible for the budget that has been allocated uh, uh, to them i just thought we need to do that because uh, As also members of parliament who are also entrepreneurs at the same time. We know how precious and important is time. So we want to thank the women for participating in the the meeting. I just want to come to issues of way forward from the meeting. One, it's clear that the women in tourism are asking us as a department, as, as a department, through the portfolio committee, to make sure that Quarantine sites throughout the Republic of South Africa are made public so that we can see whose uh, quarantine site has been dedicated for use by the government and how much money has been used by the government to run the quarantined uh, uh, sites. So that we can be able to see whether women who are in tourism, their sites the establishments have been chosen a size to be used for COVID-19. Uh, if it's not the case, government will have to then account and say why did we not opt for this et- establishment that are owned by by women. That's the first one. The second uh, way forward is that uh, annually we will meet in August during the the the. August month for women, and we will not be pontificating and say many other things. Is to look at progress from the last meeting. It means from today when we meet next year in 2021, we'll just be looking at what progress we have made. But we will not wait on members and our our nine chapters and the department for August. Throughout the year, in our quarterly reports, we'll always as the department, how far are they in as far as uh, this engagement is concerned? Thirdly, it's about the involvement of the private sector. We will have to as a portfolio committee see how we are going to be interacting with the private sector on their comprehensive relationship and assistance to women in tourism enterprises. Financially and otherwise. Otherwise will include things like skills development in financial management and so on and so forth. The next way forward is about VTSD, villages, townships, and small dorpies. Poverty in South Africa, inequality and unemployment is more pronounced in the villages, in the townships, in the informal settlements and the small towns. There's no question about it. Going forward, as a portfolio committee, we are just informing the, the nine chapters that our focus is that for the next four years, when we end our time in 2024, is our hope that we will be having a comprehensive feedback from the ground on the extent to which we have succeeded in pushing tourism to exist in every village throughout South Africa, every township throughout South Africa, every informal settlement, and every town, every small town. The reality is that for the last 24, 26 years 20 in South Africa, bulk of the focus in as far as tourism is concerned has been in the big cities. That is why we agree with a call from Mpubalanga made in this meeting, that we must make sure that we check up our work in as far as attending to the issues of transformation is concerned. And just to bring to the attention of the, the nine chapters, we have agreed as the portfolio committee that every September, we are starting next month, during the tourism month, we are going to be engaging on issues of transformation So that will cover the issues you have raised from Mpumalanga. So transformation is not only about black and white. Transformation is also about ensuring that the villages, the townships, the informal settlements and the small towns benefit in as far as the South African economy is concerned. Transformation is also about supply chain, which has been raised here in the meeting, supply chain. The value chain within the tourism sector we need to make sure that whatever is in the agricultural sector that ends up in the tourism sector as a catalyst we attend to it in as far as the ownership and control by women is concerned that's part of a uh, transformation so we are going to be doing that and uh, we are going to be working together with yourselves the the other issues about uh, Skill support, we agree to that. Financial support, we agree to that. The other matter, which uh, we hope we can work together, uh, is around uh, advantages that are there, that must emerge from uh, COVID-19. I'll just mention one advantage. One of the advantages, not that adv- advantage, an opportunity which is existing within COVID-19 level two, for instance. It's an opportunity for us because the, why do we need international tourists to come? Before international yeah. tourists can come, it means we must intensify and accelerate tourism domestically. So that is a big opportunity for us to say, whilst we're waiting for the borders to be open, for the flights to come back, for international tourists to come back, we need to say, How do we start immediately to commence the progress that we want to see around domestic tourism, so that uh, when the international tourists come here, they must find us now having moved a step further in making sure that in villages, township, informal settlement, and small towns to push domestic tourism, we are we are ready. So those are some of the things that uh, we need to do. From the point of view of the portfolio committee, on uh, behalf of the rest of the collective from the portfolio committee, we are very happy that we have interacted with uh, the women who work so hard, the women who face hardships, the women who must make sure that the little profits they make or no profit at all, you are still carrying on with the commitment to build your enterprises and other women. You struggle with access to financing. You struggle with accountability to SARS. You struggle with the transportation of tourists to your destinations. You struggle with grading and the requirements of grading. You struggle, those who are in the villages, with water, electricity, all these other pressures that you face. But you are still saying, as women, you strike a woman, you strike a rock, you are going to remain focused on the strategic objective of making sure that we succeed in as far as uh, thrive economically in the tourism sector is concerned. So don't don't give up. You must never give up. You are going to face new challenges, never relent and give in under those challenges the more the challenges you come across the more resolute you must be to move forward to build your businesses you are going to face problems like you are facing in Bumalanga, where you are saying government is no longer supporting you that much talk to us demonstrate to us the extent to which we have been trying to engage government so that we can ask them the difficult questions and say here is evidence that there are these women with establishments Percentage-wise, you have dropped in terms of uh, supporting them. Why is that happening? Why are you not supporting these women who are based in the villages, the townships, the informal settlements, and the the small towns? Let's work together and push. So, so women can do anything. You You are powerful. Women are the leaders of our society. When people could not stand up, to stand up against the apartheid system. You did it, and you marched to Pretoria to say, we can't carry our babies on our back and at the same time dump us. You did not fear the system. You confronted the system. That's why today we are saying, in Bogot, as women. So there's no challenge that you cannot overcome as women. Society exists because of women. As men, we come from you, so we must give ourselves so that we can be led by women. That's why now, here people, you came today, we engaged. You are you are resolute. Give us the information on the businesses that have collapsed. Let's see what we can do so that we can wake those businesses up, resuscitate them, and move forward. The department, thanks for availing yourself. Give the feedback to the minister to say we are moving a step further after engaging with uh, our nine chapters and the department. We know the department doesn't have and you will never have enough budget to attend to all the needs that are there within the broader tourism sector. But we are not just sitting on your laurels, we can see the initiatives you are making all the time and it's not easy, it's difficult from a budget perspective as a department. So I want to thank everybody for having participated. Honourable members, the Department, Bomevarona, our women, our rocks, in the tourism sector, remain strong. Know that challenges are a necessary platform for success. May God bless you. Thank you very much. The meeting on the side of the nine chapters and the Department is closed. Thank you very much, Honourable members, we are now going to the minutes.
4: Thank you, Chairperson.
0: May we be excused? Yes, you are, you are excused. You are excused. The Thank department you. and the nine chapters. Thank you. The the minutes were circulated to all the honourable members. Can we, yes. have a, can we have somebody suggesting for the adoption of the minutes? Is there is nothing untoward in the minutes? Honourable uh, Chair. Yes. Honorable Melina Gomba
3: adopts the minutes of the previous meeting. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Do we have a second? Yes, Chair. We second yes. it,
1: yes.
3: Yes, check ST seconds the adoption of the minutes as proposed by
0: Honorable Gomba. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. The minutes are now adopted as a true reflection of what ensued in our last meeting. Honorable members, this brings us to the end. Of Chair the person, chairperson, 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 meeting, chairperson, we will meet you chairperson, in sorry,
1: chairperson.
12: at 14 hours. What is the issue now? Uh, sorry, Chairperson. Um, just um, um, just uh, from the minutes of uh, decisions taken at the last portfolio committee, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you were chairing at the time, you will recall that we had agreed that at this coming portfolio committee, if uh, if the report had not arrived uh, on how week, that we were going to take some steps. So that was agreed upon. I'm just battling with my daughter to open up the points in the minutes but that was one of the decisions that we had agreed. And so I'm just following up on that because we said that we're gonna invite the portfolio, we're gonna invite the municipality to our next portfolio committee to come and present- Yes, but we us. are not
0: dealing with matters arising. We are just dealing with the adoption of the minutes.
15: Huh.
0: And what you are saying is that in the minutes, it's reflecting. What we are doing today is just to, uh, to see if the minutes are a true reflection of what we discussed. And what you are saying is in the minutes, so I agree with you, we are going to be full upon that, uh, Honorable uh, uh, Gumbi. Yes. Honourable What Honorable Gumbi is raising his right, we will deal with that in our, in our next uh, uh, meeting. Uh, so this is how we come to the end of this portfolio committee meeting, Thank you very much. Thank you,
1: Chair. <coughs> <coughs> Tchau, <laughs> tchau.